What is up, you guys? And welcome back to Sport Champs, Street Champs exclusive sports podcast. To my right is my man Dave. To my left is my man Winston. We got Derek in the cut. We got PT in the cut. And we're just chilling, man. What up, guys? Episode 4-0. Yeah. Oh, we're on 40 now? That's crazy. Whoa. Yeah. We're getting there, getting there. We are getting there. We're a dozen away from a year. Technically, we will have elapsed a year sooner than that Mm -hmm. because our first episode was like right after the NBA Finals had ended. But yeah, about a year of sports, bro. That's wild. Wildness. It's gone by fast, hasn't it? It's gone by fast, but I will say that um, I I do value the um time when we have basketball and football at the same time. You know, it'll be here before you know it, though. Oh yeah. Yep. Which is crazy. This year's breezing by. It's not even fair how fast Already it's going. May. I'm, <laughs> I don't want it to crazy. be next year, bro. Right. How was your week, Winston? It was good. Um, been watching the Nuggets and the uh, Celtics and Heat play, which is great. Let's catch this bet we took last week. Come on. Yeah. Oh, I got bet. I got information to tell you about a bet that I got. Nice. A couple of days ago. Um, but yeah, been good. I'm playing golf tomorrow. Oh. So in a tournament. So nice. Should be good. Very nice. Basketball, golf. He's going to get those dubs. We'll see. Does anything we know about Winston is he runs the course. Yeah. At least once a year, I, I get a dub. <laughs> At least once a year. Averaging a one per year. You're going to get another dub, dude. Hope so. And we're going to talk about it. Yeah. You should probably film your, like, when you already know you're going to get the dub, you should film your last put in. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just your feet. Just <laughs> be like, feet. this is Winston. <laughs> uh, oh, yeah. That's awesome. What about you all week? You start, Dave. Um, chill. Uh, nothing major, you know. Just like Winston said, watching basketball stuff like that. Watching a lot of like sports podcasts about football. Just anticipating what the Chiefs are gonna do. Um, OTAs are coming up. Looking forward to that. Uh, tonight, our boy Jacoby is about to go get this Woo! belt. Yes, sir. So and we'll talk. If you guys that. tune in live mm-hmm. on Street Champs, like I'm gonna have my phone with that. We're fight watching going. this fight. There will be a live reaction. Just know this. Like <laughs> we're watching you. Um, I might step off cam. I might go watch over there. Like, yeah, low key, and just be into it because it's, it's not every day. <laughs> it's important that, for us. It's not one, every day. One of your peers, one of your um, college like friends slash neighbors is fighting for a belt. And like we quoted him when we interviewed him on this pod, we figured he was two bouts away from a potential UFC call up. So he fought once since then. This is the second bout. What's good? That's what I'm saying. <laughs> go, go check out that episode after this one. Yeah. yeah. Go watch fire. Jacoby's uh, episode. It's not necessarily a Jacoby interview. We were just kind of vibing and hanging out. We just out. had him in. And yeah. We, we wanted, I wanted to do that again, too. I was in. To- I have his number. Um, I was in talks with getting him in, over here again. But, I mean, I didn't want to. I asked once. I didn't want to bother again. Like, you're training. Yeah. Before yeah you, the don't, you're, you don't want to interrupt. Maybe camp, maybe it will be easier after. Like, yeah. So. Because we know he's going to win. Like, I know he's going to win. He's going to yeah. He, even though he's the underdog, bro, I know what's going to happen. But Jacoby's going to get the finish. Win, lose, or draw, we're so proud of him. Facts. Like, there's nothing he can do. He's he's not fighting to meet anybody's mm-hmm. expectations. He's doing it because he loves it. Both of these guys are 7-1. and one. And, like, a big reason that we um hadn't been able to get him in other than the champ camp is this, that man grinds. He's such, like, he's a teacher. He has, like, wrestling camps. Um, he hosts classes. He's been doing like, dude. He rolled with um one of the grappling champions and won that long haired shaggy dude. He uh, he rolls with him. So Damn. yeah, Jacoby That's is fire. iron sharpens iron, bro. We're just super proud of you. Just can't wait to have you on again. 
Yes. So that's a, that's the sentiment of my week. Other than that, other than that, uh, good week for me. Busy week. Um, always busy. Didn't hit the studio this week. Um, rare but, form. Yeah, rare form. Um, Blitz is actually out of state, so safe travels to him. But I am preparing for this uh, Pueblo High Talent Finals. Hitting that this weekend, this Sunday. Um, if any of you guys are watching this, if you guys are in Colorado and have Sunday off, 3 p.m., Memorial Hall, show up. I, um, your vote – later, PT. Your vote is super important. Um, so show up. I know Derek's going to be there. Yeah. He's going to be yelling. Um, he's already interviewed, like, I think two people from there too, Abraham and Lucky by Choice. Shout out both of those guys. More music cats. But – Productive week still, practicing a lot. I uh, hit an open mic last night to practice my uh, set. Fucked up my lyrics. Damn it, <laughs> dude. Uh, it's the new song, though. I'm performing two new songs on Sunday or in two days. But oh, yeah. getting a lot of practice in. Yeah, just practicing a lot, getting ready. I'm 17th in the competition. Um, that's kind of been the focus of my week, though. It's just been getting ready for getting ready for that, Competing. man. Competing. 5K, first place. I don't know, man. It, there's a lot of talent. Derek knows. Derek watched that shit. Like, what place did you take last year? Uh, I didn't place in the top three. Like, oh, they only okay. placed the top three. Oh, gotcha. Yeah. Okay. So, hopefully, I'll get a place this year. Didn't tell you how many votes you got or anything? No, no. That's I should I should have asked. I feel like if I asked, they probably would have told me. Yeah. I didn't even ask. Like, I didn't. You know. Um, maybe I'll ask this year. But I need as many people to show up. For me, I don't know. I need I need votes. So show up for me, uh, 3 p.m. It's 13 bucks. You could honestly, if you wanted to, show up and it, like if you're busy, just vote and then leave <laughs> if you wanted to. <laughs> but uh, I obviously <laughs> want you to sit and watch all of the great talent that Pueblo has because there's some crazy shit. Like I'm going against uh, these aerialists that are climbing up each other. Yeah, they were they were in the previous competitions. Mm-hmm. Going against each other like single now they just duoed and just climb each other now. Oh wow! Fuck. <laughs> like, two Let's just team up. Yeah, two beast acts just now one beast act. Um, apparently they're already getting caused by Circus de Soleil too. Oh shit! Like, they do like they they do like they're not just doing the sheets. They're doing like um like rope and like strap things and they can climb up anything. Those balloons they could climb up the balloon strings there. That'd be crazy. Yeah. I Defy gravity and shit. <laughs> but I'm going against a lot of good talent, so show up to that. Uh, other than that, May 26th, dropping another house song um, for any of you guys that listen to my music. Dropping EDM, dude. Oh, yeah. yeah. You went to that EDM show, too, recently, dropping an EDM song. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That, I guess I could have mentioned that in my week. I went to the Broadway Tavern show, the Isomer and Smithers DJ set. I feel so bad. I forgot about it. It I was, swear. dude, it was I a good I did. I'm sorry. It was a good time. I got to see a whole bunch of familiar faces that I hadn't seen since I was like a sophomore in college because it's like, you know, when you everyone's adults, then like we lead different lives. People go their separate ways. It's never on like any bad terms. So got to see like a whole bunch of people I hadn't seen in a while. Oh, that's that, cool. That was wonderful. Um, that set was amazing. Shout out Smithers and Isomer. You guys killed it. That was a fun time. I would be remiss if I was to say that that shouldn't happen again. So I think that will happen again. Hopefully, they're talking about doing something hopefully soon. So mm. um, Winston's watching TikToks. No, I'm looking at stats, bro. True. Oh. Well, while... <laughs> I just heard something. Sorry. Should we dive, oh, no, <clears throat> should we dive oh, right into him? it? 
Oh, this guy. Yeah. Oh, what do you guys want to get into? Let's talk about this basketball. Let's jump right into the sports, dude. So all first right. of all, Jamal Murray last night, fourth quarter. Yeah. Come going on. Going off. Yeah. Going off. So those of you unaware, Nuggets are two and zero beating the Lakers. Um, Nuggets have been playing great. We scored seventy two points in the first half of game one. Lakers scored seventy two points in the second half of game one. Uh, Nuggets only won by like I think five points, being up by twenty points at some time. Almost a huge collapse. I think if Nuggets lose that game one, I I I would I would have predicted that the series that the Nuggets would would have lost. Really? It, if you're up twenty at home, bro, and you yeah, lose that game, bro, lose. that's tough. That's tough to come back from. Um, <laughs> yeah. the Nuggets could have done it, but but Nuggets pulled it out and. They pulled it out again. We pulled it out again last, and last night. night, and we were down at halftime, I think, uh, nine points or something. Let's go, we were boys. down by 11 at one point, and we came back. Uh, Anthony Davis played like shit. Uh, LeBron James pretty much played like shit. Uh, Jamal he Murray. missed that key. That key. The key layup, bro. Dude. When that turnover happened, I was like, oh, no. And the, I was in Discord with Dave. I was like, oh, fuck. And then I know that's what I was, I was watching. Too. I so was like, no, 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 no. First yeah. of all, and then he missed. And I was like, wait, huh? Yeah. <laughs> hold on. First of all, just to preface this, just for some context, we're in Discord. Um, we both are watching it on separate streaming platforms um, legally. And his was ahead of my stream. So I'm watching the game. And I'm like, the, they haven't even like gone fast break down the court yet. And I just hear fucking Winston over. And he's just like, oh, no, yeah. no, no. <laughs> Oh no! And I'm just like, what the fuck is happening? And then, and then you see the break, and, and then like the break happens, and then I just hear, oh. like, yeah. <laughs> and he's so, like, what happened? And I'm like, you'll just see it. I don't yeah. want to ruin it for him. It wasn't gonna ruin it for me, but like I thought by that, then that they, the I thought missed. like I thought like Reeves hit a corner three or something. I was like, that had to have happened. That's like the oh no is well, moment. I mean, you, you turn the ball over in that scenario, bro. So you're up four points. They need to foul. They and just you heaved turned the ball high. over. Like, bro, like, what the fuck? Are we in, like, high school basketball? Like, what's <laughs> it was a very amateur, like, play of the way he just, right. like, I'm just going to heave the ball to Jokic high and slow. Yeah. It's like the most pickable ball in Madden. Yeah. So to do it in a professional NBA game in the Western Conference Finals is very, like, J.R. Smith-like. Yeah. One of the few I say. mistakes that Jamal Murray made last night, he had 24 points in the fourth quarter, absolutely killed it, carried the squad in the fourth quarter. Um, Jokic, I don't think, had any points in the fourth quarter. Um, I had a parlay. I bet $3 to win $325. If Jokic would have had one more point and KCP would have had one more point, I would have won that. Ah. Um, so I missed it. It was 10,001 odds. <sighs> Fucking missed it, bro. But uh, You miss all the shots you don't take, though. Facts, facts. Yeah. I was close. I mean, that's a victory within itself. Um, so uh, Nuggets are playing great. Um, we're going to Los Angeles, game three. Uh, that's on Saturday. LA's probably going to win that. If, if, if they're going to win any game this entire series, it's game three. Yeah, I'm predicting Lakers are going to win. Because um, if they lose game three, it's I'm I'm saying sweet. Sweet. Yeah. 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 Game Amazing. three will be the entire momentum of the series. And if it turns into if the Lakers take both home games, um, I don't think the it goes more than six. I would be shocked if it goes more than, if it goes seven games. Like, yeah. My, the Nuggets are just too, like, they're just too good. Yeah, my prediction was Nuggets and six, but um, the Lakers only losing by five points, and uh, the Nuggets played really well in the first half in game one. Lakers played really good in the second half game one. Nuggets pulled it out. Second, I mean, the second game, both their stars played like shit. Anthony Davis and LeBron combined for 40 points. Mm -hmm. uh, Jamal Murray had 34 by himself, mm -hmm. and Jokic had, I think, 21 points. So, like, when your star players perform so poorly and you still almost win, mm -hmm. Rui Hachimura 
is having the game of his two best two games of his fucking life, dude. <laughs> well, he's going <laughs> in, dude. Let's not forget, um, the Warriors would have hypothetically advanced on the Lakers if Lonnie Walker didn't go like seven for eight in the fourth quarter and drop 15 points that one game. So it's up to AD and LeBron are not the difference makers in these crunch time moments, it seems like. Because yeah. they're, they're tired. They're playing a lot of minutes. Like, it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, Roy Hachimura and Austin Reeves have been carrying game one and two, for sure. I mean, Anthony Davis had 40 in game one. But... Yeah. Nuggets in six. Come on. Yeah. Hope so. <laughs> Hope so. So I think Lakers win game three. I think Nuggets win game four. And then, you know, hopefully Nuggets can win game five. But, you know, if not, then That'd be nice in game five. six. In yeah. Five would be sick. <clears throat> That'd be sick. That'd be dope. Yeah. So a random, so, like, I'm not, I'm very superstitious, but a random fact that i was told that kind of blew my mind um so this is just with respect to the west i was told that a um a seven seed which is what the lakers are they're the seven seed a seven seed has never represented the west in the nba finals meaning a seven seed has never actually made it Mm -hmm. so if that's if that's actually true then the lakers according to that data are likely not going to do it so yeah again correlation doesn't prove causation it's just a random thing but I like saying little random facts it's like cool that. cool to see LeBron still up in there but doing his thing, dude. If LeBron yeah. and them do advance somehow, like knock on wood, I don't know if I'd that's wood. So yeah. if, um, I'd be so pissed. I'd be sad as fuck. If they do, though, if they do, um, we're never going to hear the end of that about how like a seven seed has never gone to the finals. Yeah, so LeBron that's going to be the a, only That will go seed. both fucking ways. Like the three down 3-1 three, in the finals, LeBron did that. Can't take that away from him. That was some boss-ass shit against... That was some boss-ass ar- Arguably shit. one of the greatest teams assembled that we had seen. So that was that was I boss. I forgot but about that. That was... I didn't yeah. forget about it. Yeah. <laughs> he, he'll never forget about that. That was crazy. That. that was crazy. Cleveland, this is for you. That shit was fire. Yeah, that shit was so but crazy. But not to be forgotten, Kyrie had a, like dropped a 42-point game. Oh, for sure. So, no, Kyrie and LeBron did their thing, for, yeah. without a doubt. That was... As a basketball fan, that was wonderful to watch. Oh, for Even sure. Even though it was against my team. The that block? Was against, the, against Iggy? One of the <laughs> best basketball plays of all time, in my opinion. That will be on the 2010s highlight reel. That will be there. Oh, for sure. Yeah, I mean. It's I, like that and like Dwayne Wade on Anderson Farajal. <laughs> yeah, and Kawhi's three in the corner. When he got oh, hit. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That, that, that looked like a mixtape cover. Yeah, those two, those two plays. Um, so I have some stats about Jamal Murray. Let's, so let's get it. Jamal Murray is averaging 25.1 career points per game in the playoffs. Okay, that is more than Wilt Chamberlain, James Harden, Russell Westbrook, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, Shaquille Damn. O'Neal, Larry Bird, Joel Embiid, Jason Tatum, what the fuck? Kyrie Irving, Charles Barkley, Carmelo All these Anthony, guys are bigger than Jamal Murray. That's the craziest part. And part. Oscar Robinson. Like, like physically bigger. Oh, so. Yeah. I think a big benefit to him That's as a, a variable to him that has helped his stats in the postseason is um, he has been pretty much the best scorer on the Nuggets <clears throat> since he showed up. You know, not to discredit um, Jokic or any other participants. He's yeah. just been that dude. So if you think about the um, – some people would even say, like, oh, he has, hasn't played in the playoffs much. I'm like, are you kidding? How many game sevens has he already been in? Like, yep. that's just experience on experience. That's opportunities – to deflate your own stats. You know what I'm saying? So if you ask me, that says a lot. Like he's how many playoff games has he played? Um, probably got to be approaching like played, 20 something. He's played about 40. Damn. I, I was saying 20 something. So th- that is not a small sample size to average that many points. Yeah. he's played. He benefits from being on the nuggets to where he's a scoring necessity. Like if, if Murray is bricking, that's it's going to be a really cold night. Like y'all can win without him because 
clearly, I mean, last year you guys Jokic. beat the Warriors with Jokic in a game <clears throat> with no Murray, no MPJ. So you guys can win games without him. Yeah. Uh, but obviously, like, we needed Jokic. He is though. your score. <laughs> he's your scoring center stone. And like, I swear, every time I'm watching him, he just he just never misses, bro. Like, yeah. I mean, in the first half he was struggling. I think he was like three of fourteen in the first half. But in the second half, he just turned it on, and it was. He was forcing it even though he was cold, and that is so important. Because, I mean, if yeah. he's not pushing, if he's like, it's just not my night, I'm going to give up, then they, Nuggets lose that game. Facts. And so he was like, I need to perform if we're going to win this game. And he put it on himself to say, we're either going to win this game mm-hmm. because of me or we're going to lose this game because of me, and I need to make that decision. And so he showed, you know, he made those shots. He showed and up. And shout out Malone and any of the- anyone involved in the coaching staff that like told him to like yo you keep you keep putting them up bro like you're gonna hit him you know yeah. you're a jump shooter this is what you do like he's more than just a jump shooter he's capable of go- taking it to the paint but realistically he's a jump shooter so yeah. and everyone was talking about bubble murray uh this jamal murray is averaging more points than bubble murray yeah i, I made the comment and again i'm i'm a warriors fan i was like this is not, those aren't bubble numbers for him anymore those are just his numbers. Yeah. Until proven otherwise, that's him. Yep. Like playoff Murray has emerged. He's not shooting as efficiently, but like he's scoring just as many points. He's averaging more steals, uh, more rebounds. So he's you know he's playing, you know, just as good as Bubble Murray. It's not Bubble Murray and he's one. It's just Jamal Murray. Um. Yeah. So he's got forty six uh playoff games. Yeah. He mm-hmm. him. Yeah. No. Doesn't Jamal he Murray. have like he already has the most um. 20 point fourth quarter playoff uh games in nba history with three yes he has uh four 20 point fourth quarter fourth quarter games and that uh alan iverson has two and michael jordan has two and that's the next people closest to him i want to say isaiah um thomas has one or whatever (laughs) is jamal murray as successful if he doesn't have a Jokic on his team though his game, his playing style isn't necessarily predicated to it but having a guy saying all the rebounds all this but no I was going to say, um, Jokic makes everyone better by the way he's able to get the ball to them when it matters. And that's something you can't train. You just have it. And so that being said, he makes Murray better, but no amount of like perfectly timed passes is going to make your jump shot for you. Yeah, and he is a jump shooter. Sense. So When you have a great player like that, it's going to take attention away from you. If you too. only have one good player, they're just going to focus on you, and you're not going to be able to do you're shit. You're not going to do shit. Look but, what Curry has to do to get his. Exactly. Yeah. They but, triple team him, and he runs around. He sets NBA records for um, miles ran across court every year because he's running. That's like <laughs> – he has to, Jamal Murray is going to be a victim he's of this. He's covered triple team. Jamal yeah. Murray is going to be a victim of this. Like, if MPJ doesn't take the next step, even though I think he's playing great in this playoff he series, is. he's not hiking up a bunch of bricks, which is what he's known to do sometimes. Mm-hmm. Um Seeing that, like, if MPJ doesn't blossom, a lot of teams are going to just kind of, like, be like, all right, MPJ is good for, like, 18 a night, but Jamal Murray is good for 30 a night, so we're going to double-team him and let MPJ get his, rotate. That being said, he's going to be a victim of the, the Curry treatment soon. It's just, like, if they win an NBA championship, bro, you like, who's going to win? If Okay, so if, if you have Jokic averaging a triple-double, let's call it 20, 25, 11 and 10 or something. Some like modest Jokic numbers. And then you have Jamal Murray who's averaging like probably like 32 and like six and five. Who is your finals MVP? Probably Jamal. That's like a, that's a question mark. Yeah. uh, Jokic has got the triple doubles. Triple doubles are are valuable and both are, you don't win without either of them. Yeah. You know, 
Like that'd be tough if those if that were ha- accurate. if something like that happens, you're gonna have some type of like right now. There's the Western Conference MVP, mm-hmm. like the um I forgot who they named the trophy after, but like the Jerry West I Award. Think, I think it might be Jerry West. Yeah. yeah, so you're gonna have whoever gets that because Steph got it last year. Like I would predict whoever wins that doesn't win Finals MVP. <clears throat> gotcha. Not because they don't deserve it. It's just because they're both going off. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, Jokic is going in. He's struggling in the fourth quarter. You know, not really sure why. He's just maybe passing the ball a little bit more. Um, but we're still winning. So that's what ultimately matters. And he's a pass-first guy. Um, and he's still playing great. He's shooting a great percentage. Yeah. So The um, first game, I would say, after the first quarter, he he was trending to have like a 40-40 game. And then he, he didn't score until like the fourth quarter. So that wasn't positive, yeah. per se. Yeah. So um, I'm excited for sure. Uh, we should win this series. Yeah, we should. Oh, should. yeah. Yeah, hopefully in five. If not in five, I think six. I don't think it goes seven games, but we still – LeBron's hurt. LeBron's foot is injured, uh, without a doubt. It's not going to get better. No, not going to get better. He's 38. Anthony Davis, you know, I don't wish any injury on anyone, but he's been prone to have injuries. He's a liability. And he hasn't been injured yet in this playoffs other than getting hit in the face. You said we were the freshest team. We still are. Yep, yep. Heat doing their thing. The Heat doing their thing. Yeah, well, up one. Heat took uh, game one uh, yesterday, or no, two days ago. Two days ago. Now um, tonight. Yep. Jimmy Butler had six assists, seven rebound, or six steals, seven Jesus rebounds, right? Five assists, thirty-five points. He went six the fuck steals. in, dude. He went in. Um, now the Celtics kind of choked that game. Uh, they were up like I think ten points at halftime. Miami Heat scored forty-six points in the third quarter. Um, I told you all about. Oh I told you all about Eric Spolstra <laughs> last week. He's the halftime extra. adjustments, bro. You score forty six points after halftime. It's not a. It's not a coincidence. You know what I mean? No, it's not. They make those adjustments. They come out and they ball. Um, That's crazy. They're playing tonight at six thirty. Miami Heat versus Celtics. I have the Celtics winning this game. Celtics are heavily favored. Um, it might take the spread on the Heat. I don't think they're going to get blown out, but I think Celtics take this game. Jason Tatum scored, like, I think five points in the fourth quarter, maybe. Uh, maybe even less than five points. So he needs to step the fuck up because he's fumbling mm-hmm. the bag right now. I'm going to say the Heat are going to win because I want them to because I placed that bet last week. Yeah, about <laughs> the Heat going to the finals. The heat, the, yeah, Heat yeah. Nuggets finals. It was at Celtics, so they're already – they stole game one. Like, they're, they're at, looking good. Yeah, they're looking good. Yeah, so, I mean – The series started game one. It's yeah. big trouble if Celtics lose again, though. Oh, so they need, to win. They, need to, they need to win this If series. Celtics lose tonight, series is over. <laughs> sweep. Yeah, uh, maybe not sweep, but heat, heat in five for sure. Yeah, Heat in five. Well, it's, I guess what, while we're on the topic, I think a valuable variable to be considered – you're talking about Eric Spolkstra um, – the, I don't even remember the name of the coach of the Celtics because uh, Udoka. Missoula, I think. So after Udoka left and they have this dude, and no one's really crediting this coach as being, like, that person. Um, you guys have seen the news that, like, Doc Rivers got fired from mm-hmm. Philly. Yep. And um, James Harden was a Everybody big, getting fired. James Harden was a big proponent of that. He was, like, um, advocating for it. And yeah. so, I, I, I mean, <laughs> yeah. this is the second team that he's been on coached by Doc guy. Rivers. That yeah, Doc Rivers has much. choked the bag. Uh, I don't think it was Doc Rivers, bro. Joel Embiid shot 5 of 18, um, and James Harden played like shit. They both played like shit. And then after the game, Joel Embiid's like, yeah, me and James Harden just can't do it by ourselves. Y'all had, like, combined 35 points, bro. Like, what the fuck y'all talking about? Like, we, you can't do it by yourselves. Like, yeah. <laughs> if you guys didn't show up, you guys would have lost by, like, 20 instead of 10. Like, what the fuck? Like, <laughs> but I, the reason I mention it is I think the, the coaching variable has never been, 
Like, especially with the super team vibes having calmed down, NBA kind of cracking down on that or whatever. Um, I think that, like, we're really getting to see how valuable uh, a coach can be. Obviously, coaches can't make shots for you, yeah. but you can look back on, like, timeout schemes and things like that. And it's just like, have you seen the curse? It's like the last, it's like four of the last five coach of the years don't work for that team anymore. Yeah. So crazy. Coaching, you get fired in four to, four to five years if you don't win a championship. Like, championship or just even make a playoff that's run. That's so crazy to me. We we talked about Michael Malone. I was like, if we don't make it to the Western Conference Finals, like, I think he should lose his job. And like, because we'd been to the, you know, playoffs so many times. His job is secured as oh, fuck. Right now, for sure. 100%. Um, but he's been in for the Nuggets for like four or five years, maybe even longer than that. So it's that's rare. Is it was my point. Mm-hmm. Um, so there's a lot of good coaches out there, but our player is coachable. Like James Harden, I don't think he's coachable. No, um, he's gonna do his thing. He's gonna do what he thinks he needs to do. Exactly. And Joel Embiid, they're stars, and it's hard to coach those guys because they're so good. They're better than Doc Rivers ever was as a basketball player. Yep. And so a lot of these guys just get players coaches, and if the, when these coaches try and control these stars, they don't like it and they mm. rebel. And that's kind of what happened with James Harden, is he was just like, fuck this guy, I'm not listening to him. He's rumored to go back to the Rockets now. Harden's still dropping Um, buckets every night. He did in game one. In game one, he dropped like 40 points. No, he he did did really good in game one of the series. But then he played like shit the last couple games. Mm. So, Speaking of... um tech or like random coaching um greg popovich how about getting women yama winning the lottery wild bro this yeah if you didn't know it um they want that the nba lottery was on what thursday yes or wednesday same time the nuggets played which would have been tuesday oh yeah so um yeah so greg popovich and company get the first overall pick which everyone knows is victor women yama so we're looking forward to seeing him in San Antonio. Yeah. No, when they interviewed uh, Wimbenyama, they were like, after the lottery, they're like, so how do you feel about being drafted by the San Antonio Spurs? Like, it was like he already got drafted. It was just like, everyone knows that the Spurs are going to draft Wimbenyama. It was yeah. crazy. They should do the lottery and draft in the same night. Because it's no. like, they're all going to be there. Yeah, but then you want to see where you you're at. And then you want to scout those players. Because like, if you don't know what spot you're at, then who are you going to scout? I mean, I guess it does give the the team more time to scout their players, but like we already know, like we knew, like who the first or, or he was the first overall pick. It was implied. Yeah, I mean, it's in a couple weeks. It's not. It's not. Uh, it's like after the NBA finals. Same thing for like the Pelicans and Zion. Like when the Pelicans got the first overall pick, we're like, oh, good for them. Yeah, <laughs> we yeah. already knew. Yeah, which if you redrafted that, you know, would you pick Zion or would Fuck you pick John no. John Morant? I mean, there's now with one, the John Morant thing, like John Morant you know is what I mean? healthy enough to play. <laughs> My man's fucking up. He's getting suspended. I mean, My probably twenty up. games. He's fucking probably up. twenty games. Twenty eight, thirty. Who knows? He's Sounds in... like Adam Silver's pissed. He should be because he made him the the NBA. Uh, he represents <laughs> yeah. the NBA basically, and by him doing these types of actions, whether we think NBA players are doing these things or not, by putting it out there on the internet for the world to see, it just makes it look. The, the NBA looks like they condone it if There's they don't so make many... these. If they oh. don't crack down on it, then they're an accessory to this violence and like. Again, I'm not trying to – this might sound like a little bit of a hasty take, but, like, what if John Morant was doing his Instagram Live scenario and then, like, some super incompetent, like, security guard or police officer saw him, like, fle- uh, flexing a gun, even though it was non-threatening? You know what I mean? We read about these stories all the time, and so you got to, like – you got to just move smarter than that, bro. Like, yeah. you, you, you have a lot of kids that idolize you whether you like it or not. 
even if it's just idolizing you playing basketball. So you got to like carry yourself better. Do this, do whatever the hell you want. Just don't let your dumbass friends record you. Yeah. There's been so many John Morant bars, dude, like, in your app lately. There's so I'm many sure. now. Like, yeah. I mean, it's. But to be fair, <laughs> so like, many, he just needs to be like he's doing these things to himself. Like, I get it. You like to like that's part of your version of having fun is including your firearms as an accessory to flex to have fun. You're not really doing it in a threatening manner or non-threatening manner. You're just flexing that there's a firearm there. Like, I get it. Just don't do it around people who are recording you, bro. Yeah. I don't even yeah, care. Yeah, homie from the I don't, bag on that one. I don't care that you do it. I just care that you got caught, bro. Like, you yeah. it, you look really dumb. It was kind of hard to see in the video, too. I watched the video. I was like, where is it There's at? the and pause moment. Yeah, you can see yeah, him holding it. it. He's just, yeah. you're, it's just, like, again, I'm, like, do whatever the hell you want to do. Just don't record it, bro. Yeah. Did you guys uh, hear about his apology? They, they typed an apology into ChatGBT, and they think his apology was written by ChatGBT. That's fire. Yeah, pretty funny. It's probably I would, true. I would have mine written by them, too. Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm assuming his lawyer wrote it for him. Like, that's what I would assume. So his lawyer probably just typed it into ChatGBT, which yeah. is even more funny. Like, <laughs> Yo, I, who cares? Yeah. No, Jumran's wild. I think we just that need a block. So wild. We didn't need a block NBA young young boy from his phone, so we can't listen yeah. to NBA young boy. <laughs> Yo, when I young think, boy gets put on, man, I think that'd solve a lot shit of problems. Shit starts for him. happening, dude. I, yeah. I thought Jaw. Could... Young boy gets put on. Young boy just dropped a new album, man. Oh fuck! I knew when Jaw hit the gritty a little too good. I was just like, oh Guess, shit! And that young boy song was from the new album, man. Yeah. <laughs> they were jamming the new album, dude. Uh, well, I think I could be wrong on that, but I'm pretty sure that song was from the new album. Yeah, you know. Shout new, out Young Boy. New gun posting coming soon from John Morant with Bro, the new album. You're hella breaded. You might as well just have a security guard who's armed and then just dance next to him holding the gun. Because at least yeah. he's a paid guy. Like, don't let him flex it. Like That's way less cool. Yeah, it's way less cool. I mean, to be 100% honest, but well, there's nothing cool about flexing that you have a gun. This is, this is America. I, I agree. This is Amer- he clearly thinks it's This cool. is America, bro. Like, welcome to the club. We all got guns, bro. Yeah. <laughs> he says, yeah. welcome to the club. He must have just got a gun. Whenever you get your first gun, you're I mean, like real cheesed dude, about it. I mean, to be 100, Jaw ja was not <laughs> yeah. raised around like like the hood or violence. He was raised in the burbs. You can look up like family yeah. photos of him wearing like... Stop bringing up this man's upbringing. I'm just saying that he has this is he, not he's overcompensating. I'll, I'll, I'll tow in the suburbs. Oh yes, yeah. <laughs> he's overcompensating. He's he just, trying to act hard. Exactly, and no one really, no one questions if he's hard or not, dude. You jumped over Kevin Love and almost retired him exactly. when you dunked on him, but it missed. Like yep. he straight up said in a podcast, if that would have went in, I might have retired. Like that's hard as it can be. Yep. No one thinks that like you need to prove you're bulletproof, bro. Go. Go hit a ga- like a pickup game in a vest and stop fighting seventeen year olds. If you're a shooter like you know JJ Redick and you're just shooting threes all the time, I'd understand. You'd be like, oh, you know, I gotta act like I'm tough because people think I only shoot threes. You're dunking on people. That's the most physical thing you could do. You're yamming on yeah. people viciously. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> not- viciously. Yeah, I would seriously. say one of the better dunkers in the league. Uh, with, with consideration to size, he's like he's the best dunking point guard for a hot man. I'd, I'd say the best. I mean, he's since the- D Rose, who dunks ex- as, at point exactly. guard as hard as he does. He's the closest thing to D Rose that we've seen, and they're not even him. and they're not even like they're so different, but yeah, they're so they're so similar. Yeah, I saw this meme that had me sent. They were like, "Bro, you acting wild? Give your knees to D Rose and let him For ball real. out." Yeah, <laughs> on God, bro. Facts. Yo, poor D Rose. Poor D Rose. Just the, um, yo, that's what happens though when you go that hard. MV, your, knee, your knees are shot. Like, well, MV, D Rose used to land all his layups and jump or all his layups and dunks on one leg, and he wondered why he had knee problems when you're like. Six two and you're dunking on a ten foot rim. 
you're, yeah. you're falling four and a half feet on one leg at a time. Landing on that. Yeah. So like hardwood. Literally. Can wood. we not? Can we just take a minute to appreciate that the form that the young MVP D Rose was? Yeah, no, he was really good. He was so he was scary. Those couple years. Do you remember when he had the beef tape with LeBron? With like, oh yeah, that shit was. I was so excited for the NBA season when that shit came out. I was like, let's go. Yeah. We don't see those no more. Yeah. Um. So I want to talk about something for a little bit. Warriors. Warriors are out of the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Dave, where Ooh. do the Warriors go? Where do they go next season? What do you think is going to happen with the Warriors? Do you think the Warriors are still contenders? Do you think the dynasty's over? What are, what's your What's your thoughts? Um, when you got it's, it's, when you got Steph, Clay, and Dre, and like especially right now, um, Looney because Looney got sick and so he wasn't even starting towards the end of the the year, or whatever, um, or end of the um Lakers series that is, but like Steph, Clay, and Dre, like I feel like we're still good. Like obviously we're not the like the favorites, but we have so much veteran experience. Steph, I think has proven again that he has like he's right he might be regressing in terms of his athletic ability but he's still running all over the court hitting all these crazy jumpers you know like he's taking more so he's missing more so his accuracy's yeah. gone down but uh, <clears throat> we're definitely not out clay clay played like shit like dog shit yeah he played bad. Yo, yo chill, Winston. Bro, no, game yo, six chill, play, bro. he fucking... Hey, yo, chill, bro. If, if, like if 12% Clay, from three. If Clay averaged... I could do that. Yeah, dude. If, if Clay <laughs> averaged like 16 that. points a game, we won that series. Like, you shoot 12%? 12% from three? Yeah. If I shoot as many shots as he did, I think so. With all those NBA guys on you? Um. Well, they probably sag off me. You know what I mean? So <laughs> <laughs> if they play me like Clay, no. But, you know, if they sag off me, then yeah. I mean, yeah, regardless... Um, <laughs> It definitely hurt to see them lose, but I mean, is it's a consolidation trophy? Like losing to LeBron is nothing to really be ashamed of, if you ask me. So yeah, I'm still like rooting against the Lakers because I hate the Lakers as a organization. Fuck them. Damn. Damn. They're just a hype train organization that year after year we're spoon fed or supposed to win. Remember when Dwight went there the first time with Kobe and they're like, measure the rings, measure the rings. No, that didn't happen. I did it. So I'm not a fan of the Lakers, <laughs> bruh. I'm serious. I don't like the Lakers. They're bringing up shit from like 12 years ago. Yo, when was that? That was a long time ago. Kobe was still in the league. And alive. Yeah, yeah. bro. Rest in peace, Kobe. Yeah. R.I.P. Kobe. No, Fucking but no, a. I'm just... Fuck the Lakers, bro. I'm a fan of LeBron. Damn. I'm a big fan of LeBron. Uh, like, I'm just not ready for um, the comparisons of him to Jordan being... Like, he's n- he's not going to surpass Jordan to me. I'm sorry. If he won the NBA Finals this year, I think it'd be hard to argue against it. He's got longevity awards, for sure. Well, just having five NBA Finals and going to so many Finals, like, I mean, yeah, he he lost a lot of Finals, but he went to the Finals so many times. Like, are you not going to hold the times that MJ didn't get to the Finals against him? But you're going to hold how many times LeBron got to the Finals against him? That doesn't make sense yeah. to me. Like, if MJ lost in the first round... And LeBron went to the finals. How are you going to hold that against LeBron when MJ was a first-round exit? That just, to they, me, is silly. They both have first-round exit. They have before, but MJ has more first- and second-round exits than LeBron does. Oh, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and but people hold it against LeBron for going to the finals so many years when instead MJ was out in the first, second round. Or oh, well, it's a very finals. comparable debate, but I just, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to lean towards um, eye test, like, LeBron is the greatest athlete to ever play basketball, if you ask me. And I think the reason I say that is because, like, Jordan wasn't this good that long. Granted, the league's physicality had um, 
been subsided a bit, you know, to where like it, it you're more capable of lasting in this league than prior leagues because in the yesteryears of basketball, like hand checking and a lot of the the physicality that they were kind of dependent on because it wasn't a jump shooting league, you know, big man basketball was kind of the domination that led the NBA for years. So that being said, there's, there's things to be considered. Like you can also consider the, like I can say reasons why Jordan isn't the goat and LeBron is because it, it it's a rational debate. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. It goes both ways. Um, it's just all subjective. Really. If we're going to talk eras, like the torch got passed from Jordan to Kobe to Braun and Braun had it for a hot minute, and then he's kind of like half passed it to a couple of other guys. I would yeah. say. I mean, I think he passed it to Steph like two yeah. years ago, probably. KD had his window, but KD has proven he's not the the best dude. Yeah, like, definitely not. I don't think any like I think a lot of people think that prime KD is more dangerous than like prime Curry, but I don't think anyone puts KD over Curry all time. Yeah. Okay, so back to the Warriors. You think we, you dream you bring back Draymond Green next season? Mm-hmm. Yes. Okay. Well, they're gonna try to. It's gonna be. I want Steph, Clay, and Dre to all retire as Warriors. I don't ever want to see them in another uniform. If I do, I'm going to root for them. I don't care who they're playing for. I'm going to root yeah. for them. Got you. Those are my dogs. But, yeah, I mean, even though Draymond had some of his his woes and his moments, he had, like, a 20-point game. Like, Dr- yeah. he looked good in the playoffs I would definitely times. bring back Draymond. you got to pay Clay Thompson, like, $47 million, I think, next year. He's not worth they're that gonna, at all. What they were saying, or what I was reading, is it was going to be a – huge discount and that being said um jordan pool bro where the fuck were you i like you went from goddamn do we get rid of or do we pay him or do we pay clay or do we pay draymond next the, the season after next to now why'd we pay jordan pool like yeah. <laughs> if he, you guys he if he doesn't snap out of this shit he's gone before the trade deadline i'll put yeah. i'll put money on that yeah his contract's really hard to trade you'd have to trade him with with like jonathan kaminga or something like that which i don't want to do but we would yeah. have to but it sucks because some of these other dudes that are like role players within the warriors organization they've we've been so steph oriented because it's like well, we're gonna ride the wheels till they fall off because he's so good you know yeah. what i mean it's not been the best for blossoming young players. Yeah, we're not an organization that's kind of fruitful for doing that. We're an organization where you might get a ring in a year or two of being here, and then you're going to go elsewhere and make your money. Yeah, I mean, if Draymond doesn't play for the Warriors, I I think it's a really good question. Do you guys make the playoffs? I think that's tough because you guys were the sixth seed this year. What if we get like Dylan you guys, Brooks? You guys were almost. Uh, I don't know if you want him. I was just being sarcastic. Um, yeah, <laughs> uh, you guys were almost in the play-in game. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, you know, and that's with everyone that was healthy this year. Well, we weren't healthy the whole year. We had a whole slew of injuries that segmented the year. And then Andrew Wiggins being out for a huge portion that's took true. him out of basketball rhythm, even though he came back to good form. Yeah. He looked really good when he came back. Yeah. I mean, um, Draymond may, missed, like, what, 10, 15 games? I don't know exactly, but I know every, like, the starting five of Steph, Clay, Dre, Looney, and... um. I don't remember who our fourth was, but regardless, um, the, that starting five—or no, it was Wiggins. With Wiggins and <clears throat> and Looney, that starting five um, only played like twenty-five games together, complete the whole regular season. Yeah. Because one or the other of them was injured or absent for large yeah. segments. Wiggins missed like two months, though. Yeah. So, and no. that wasn't even an injury; that was just personal. It was like a family emergency. Yeah. So, regardless, um, I don't think we're we're done. Like. This is the first time Steve Kerr didn't make the NBA Finals. In his, technically, he didn't make the playoffs. Yeah, yeah, that did happen. But like Steve Kerr, 
Te- it, what, you said technically. Yeah. Well, if they made the playoffs, they made it to the NBA Finals. But he has missed the NBA Finals. Yeah, I mean, but yes. since since he started coaching the Warriors, um, every playoff run he's ever been on, he went to the NBA Finals. When they made the playoffs, yeah. They're in in NBA series right now. I believe they're like nineteen and one with the or w- not in the um, NBA Finals. So like NBA series, basically. Yeah. They're not obviously not nineteen and one because they've lost two series. Under Steve Kerr, they're like, I guess that would make them like add their four rings to the nineteen. So they're like twenty three, and then they lost to LeBron, they lost to Toronto, and then they lost to LeBron. So there you go. There's their numbers right there. They're like 23-3 and three under Steve Kerr in the playoffs, on playoff series. Yeah. That's impressive. That's some yeah. dynastic shit, even if the dynasty's over. No, it's definitely a dynasty. Yeah. Um, I, I think the dynasty's over, It's personally. probably over, but I don't it think we're missing... We're not... I don't think we're missing hey, the Dave. playoffs. Hey, Dave, it's over. Yeah. But you guys had a hell of a run, and now... You get fucking Mahomes for the next fucking six years. So, like, you're lucky as so, fuck, like, bro. get over it. Yeah, you know exactly. I mean? <laughs> you got something else to look forward to. No. You'll be all right. <laughs> One thing I must say is um, I think that the war – like, let's just say the if the dynasty ends today, they don't make the playoffs, but that core or whatever, whatever it may be, <clears throat> that is the greatest single-team run of basketball of our lifetime. We weren't old enough to remember Jordan. Yeah, I mean – yeah, Kobe's, probably. Kobe's rings were segmented. The Spurs have a really good argument because yeah, I, the Spurs it's between have between them and the Spurs exactly in like, our lifetime. In our lifetimes, the Spurs got four. Um, Greg Popovich got him. Technically, he got one on that lockout year with Steve Kerr as one of his players and like um, Stephen Jackson, I think, or something like that. Like long time ago, that's one of Popovich's rings. But yeah. the Manu Ginobili, uh, Tony Parker, Tim, Tim Duncan, Duncan, that was a dynasty. Yeah. And then it like kind of prolonged to Kawhi, but that's Kawhi not, edged it. I yeah, but there was a huge gap there, so I don't know if I really count that. Yeah, but that being said, um, single team run like they went to six NBA Finals in like eight years, and then they won four of them. That's yeah. that's impressive. Yeah, no team in our lifetime has been that consistent. Yeah. Like the closest thing to it, um, kind of you could say Cleveland because LeBron. Because he took them many years in a row. Yeah, they won only one had of them. One. Yeah, they only had one championship though. Miami, you could say Miami. Also featuring LeBron. Yeah, Miami had two. So, but yeah, I just wanted to ask you as a Warriors Warriors fan. Um. Yeah, I'm excited for what the future holds for the Nuggets though. Nuggets are final. The future looks bright. They replaced the Warriors. Yeah. Oh damn. How do you feel about that? I mean, I'm I'm happy for him. You're in Colorado, so yeah. I mean, I have, yeah. I have nothing. I have no di- like. Distaste. Is that your second team then? I mean, I just I, I'm happy for the Nuggets because I'm happy like as a sport. Like you love watching sports teams like do their thing, like that haven't won in a long time. Like mm-hmm. I remember back when we were in college when like um, Clemson won their first Natty when we were all like I don't even remember who was on that team back then. Like that was probably Deshaun, Deshaun Watson. Watson. Yeah, Deshaun yeah. Watson. Shout out was Deshaun Watson. Yeah, shout out that um that fucking pedophile. No, geez. <laughs> yeah, no, he, I don't think he's he that. Made it way worse. Yeah, no, what it is just irrelevant. Pretty bad. Though. Say but like, sex offender. Say there sex you go. Offender. Yeah, that. Yeah. Well, he's a. Well, he's is a, it even that too? Whatever he is, he's assaulted. Whatever he is, assaulted. He essayed some. No essay. 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 My essay. No. <laughs> no, we got that type of essay. That's what we have to say. Serve essay. Oh, okay. Is yeah. That... He essayed a couple of uh, massage people. Yeah. So, but no. 
As a sports fan, I can't believe this got that derailed. As a sports <laughs> fan watching um, a team, shout that, out, to Sean Watson. yeah, watching a team that hasn't won uh, win it, for the first time ever uh, is such a fulfilling feeling, even yeah. though it's not your team. Like so, like when the Chiefs lost to the Bengals, I was rooting for them to win the Super Bowl. Yeah, like I legitimately wanted them to win the Super Bowl, even though we lost to them. Yeah, which you would think is weird, but I'm like, no. The I see so much of the Chiefs in the Bengals. Their fanship hadn't won a playoff game before Joe Burrow since like 1990. The Nuggets have never been to the NBA Finals. Yep. As a fan of basketball, you can't tell me that this isn't something worth rooting yeah, for. Yeah, we need, yeah. we need. MPJ we need is from there. Mizzou, so shout out um, MPJ and Mizzou. But he's you not the cor- he's not the cornerstone of this offense yeah. at all. Nikola Jokic, a big fat guy in the second bro, round. Bro, how is a yeah, pick? How is a um a, a horse like a horse farm Serbian? A horse farm Serbian and a Canadian the best tandem in basketball right now in yeah. the postseason. Yeah. And I'm just oversimplifying them to be funny. <laughs> yeah. I mean, he, They're more than everything I just said. He used to be a jockey, and then he got big as fuck. And then like, he, I can't do this anymore. He's not a horse <laughs> yeah, big bro. enough. Yeah. Can't support that shit. He's all just jockeying Clydesdales. He's the only ones that can fit. Yeah. He's a big dude. No, yeah. but that's... Yeah, I want the Nuggets to do the whole... Like, as soon as the Warriors were out, I was Team Nuggets. Now, I'm not going to pretend that they're my team. And, like, I, technically, I'm a fair-weather basketball fan to begin with because like i didn't watch the warriors when steph and clay and them weren't weren't playing why would i watch that yeah <laughs> it was a guaranteed l <laughs> if the nuggets win, why would i watch i'm that? going to the parade bro i've been a nuggets fan my whole life like that shit would be so fire going to the parade dog it's gonna be sick yeah that's so fire. i'll be down yeah we should we should go if it happens oh yeah what we day is it, it. come on let's do regardless, it regardless the nuggets like you know how fun that'd be it'd be sick it'd be so fire let's climb bro. something Together. All I know is if, bro, if this NBA <laughs> Finals is Celtics versus Lakers, I don't even want to watch. Because it's like those are the two winningest franchises ever. Yeah. So whichever one wins is the winningest franchise ever. put that into the... They have equal on. ring yeah. count. So, like, you know, we'll never I'd do the end of watch it. If but... LeBron and them do this, you can already write the narrative now. First seven seed in the Finals. The winningest franchise ever now. The year he broke the scoring, I'm, I'm done. Yeah, bro. he'd be he'd be the GOAT. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> he'd be the GOAT. Circle him back. <laughs> that would be so crazy if LeBron yeah. just sealed his goatness. Yeah, but it's not going to happen. Not going to happen. Nuggets are going to no win. No way. He's hurt. Nuggets are going to the finals. It Nuggets are going to beat the Heat in the finals because that's what we predicted would happen. We did predict that. We Bro, did predict it. The Jokic should do a Taco Bell commercial, like poking fun at the, his draft shit. That would be so fire. What do you mean? What? When he got drafted by the Nuggets, there was a Taco Bell commercial, and he got drafted at the bottom of the screen. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, so when, when Jokic got drafted, the it's screen, the, the, what all fans on ESPN watching saw was a Taco Bell commercial. Nice. Jokic That's got sick. drafted during it. So if he did a Taco Bell commercial, it would be like full circle. That'd be dope. That'd be super fire. We need to make that happen already. Facts. He needs to get paid for that. Yeah. And Jokic, it's the, like pretty confirmed Jokic is the best player in the world now that people are actually watching him play. Everyone's saying Jokic is the best player in the world. Nick Wright great. took back his hasty year of takes, making fun of Jokic winning MVPs, and has, been, has actually acknowledged. I stopped listening to Nick Wright for sports takes outright because of that. Yeah, so no, he's backed up. He still thinks the Lakers are going to win, but because he's he likes LeBron's nuts. Yeah, on his face. Mm-hmm. You're down too. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who knows? Good luck. Um, good luck. Yeah, uh, <laughs> do we have any? Uh, you want to want to get into NFL or MMA? Let's do NFL. R.I.P. to the to the real one, dude. Jimmy B. Good old Jims. Arguably the greatest I wanted player to pull of up. all time. I wanted to pull Running up. back. Um, 
how? So I mean, he's old. Yeah, Jim Brown died. Um, I think he was 87 years old. 87. Um, so RIP to him. Why. One of the best running backs to ever play the game. He averaged 5.2 yards per carry, which is an insane. I think Jamal Charles broke his record. Um, he played about eight years in the NFL. Um, he's got a movie about him. I don't remember what the movie's called, but MVP three times. Yeah, played for the Cleveland Browns. It was a different era during that time, but they were all trying 12, to stop the run. So, retired with 12,312 rushing yards, 106 touchdowns. So when – um, this is kind of a funny tidbit. Averaged 5.2 yards a carry. When Barry Sanders um, was – I don't know if it was when he retired or if, when he was getting put into the Hall of Fame. I don't remember which occurrence it was, but we all are familiar with Barry Sanders, the yeah. legendary Lions running back, considered the greatest. Him and Jim Brown, Walter Payton, all considered greatest running backs ever. Um, when uh, Barry Sanders was having a speech given on behalf of his dad, or his dad was given the speech for him, and he first thing his dad says at the beginning of the speech, he's just like, "I just want to. I came up here so I could congratulate the greatest running back to have ever played the game of football." And then he does one of these. He's like, "I don't think Jim Brown's here." <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I probably butchered that, but that, that's essentially what he did. Yeah, so. that's badass moment. Some goat shit, like Jim Brown. It's a shame that not a lot of people are – he's not a household name because of the, how long ago he played. But when you think about the concept of rushing the ball, there's not many evolutions of that particular position. Yeah. We've gotten some freak athletes that have sprinkled in some shit we've never seen before. Mm -hmm. But he would have been competent in any era of ball. Yeah. Yeah, I mean back then they were always playing the run because they didn't pass back then. Um, but also – I don't want to take anything away from him, but during that time – like, they're smoking cigarettes on the sidelines. Yeah. And mo majority of the people playing were white. We've seen that Super and Bowl, so, like, where I think it was – I don't know who it was. I think it was Lynn Dawson smoking a cigarette, and he's got, like, a fresca pop on his feet. Yeah. Super Bowl halftime. Hell yeah, yeah. dude. Yeah. Yeah, Joe Namath would smoke, too. Imagine been a good old fresky. Regardless. Fresca's still fire. Yeah. It is, dude. Just um, shout out Jim Brown, though. Rest in yeah. peace. Tough yeah. day. R.I.P. Yeah. You guys have any um, Bronco news? Anything going on? No, I don't think so. I don't think we have I, any football no. news. At um, all, wasn't Josh? Shout out, Josh was mentioning um, like they were still furthering their plans on potentially building like a Bronco like like empire, oh, if new, you will, near the airport. Stadium. Yeah, so it sounds like they're going to build a new stadium towards the airport, um, but it's not going to happen for like another years. Like, two years yeah. or so. But there, it sounds like they're going to announce it during the NFL season. Damn, what are they going to do with uh, Mile High? So they're renovating Mile High for this season well, it, with like an $8 million package or something like that. But it's, they're just going to level it. That's a, What that's a waste of money. That's expensive real estate, bro. You could sell that for a lot. You could. That's a lot of money. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, I mean, it's a great stadium, but it's we need an indoor facility so we can hold a Super Bowl. And we got mad money, and we got a great city. We can't even hold the fucking draft, dude. Kansas City got the draft before us, bro. What the fuck? Like, yeah, you're right. Like, you're bro. so right. Yeah. Where would it be though, realistically, in Denver? Um, in the new stadium. In the new stadium. No, I'm saying now. like if you if you didn't have a new stadium and they were like Denver's going to announce it, like what part of Denver would? Why like, we couldn't do like the where they do the like the Civic Center grounds or whatever the fuck it's called, where they yeah. do the 420 concert. Ball yeah, arena. that Ball would be arena. like the only. No, it would have to be a big. Outdoor. There's green amphitheater. Is that what you're talking about? No, um, it's a good, it's a good venue. Yeah, I've been there, but I'm saying like where they could do it at like Red Rocks, but like that would be extra. Nah, as fuck. There's too many no, people. No, it's Red too. Rocks. It's too like level. No. Yeah. Yeah, it I, would. I just don't know where. It's too high up. Yeah, man. I mean, where that's, that's a good. 
But where exactly in Colorado would they host it outside of a new stadium is what yeah. I was trying to figure yeah, out. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. Um, I'm sure we could find some place. The airport. <laughs> right. All <laughs> right. Like from DIA. You just see fucking Roger Goodell walk out on the podium and then just... Right. Yeah, yeah, all the way yeah. behind him we just uh, went up the chiefs and fly in our fucking super bowl trophies yeah <laughs> now they come in on on the back of a saint bernard that'd be fire walked in Jokic comes in on a fucking on a blue those, horse on one of those big ass horses no wa- a water Clydesdale. buffalo a water buffalo that'd be even cooler Damn. Deion sanders hops up too this is good yeah this is great <laughs> <Wow>. <laughs> That's what we do in Colorado. Did you guys see, um, rumor has it, is Dalvin Cook is supposed to be cut? Really? Rumor. What? It's rumor. Huh. Why rumor. would they cut him? He's been injury prone because he's had a... I know sh- he's been injury prone. He's had a shoulder injury and he dudes. hasn't played more than like 10 to a dozen games in a full season in like four years. Last year he Still played Still putting great. up yards. He plays bro. good, but... He was like a top two running back but last year. you got to think about it. This is... It's the NFL's meta is not paying running backs. That's, That's true. true. Yeah, you, you're it's right. the most easily re- replaceable. You are the position. yeah. Least, it's Dalvin like, to Denver. That'd be sick. Dalvin to Denver. Wherever he goes, it's going to be on some weird type contract deal because I don't see anyone really giving him the bag because of his injury and age. A lot of people are going to leverage that against him. You know, you would have like, and what teams are completely lost at running back that really need him? Denver. Dalvin Cook was the had the sixth most sixth most ru- rushing yards last year. That's a beast. And. Touchdowns had the twelfth most, so like he's doing pretty good. Yeah, <laughs> but like the amount of money, to give, hold cut, on, the amount of money that they're giving him. Trade is yeah, and he's getting older. Yeah, it's all about money, and yeah, can right. you find someone that will do better for less? This okay, so, like as a, as a reference, Near. a seventh round draft pick named Isaiah Pacheco was the starting rusher in the Super Bowl and scored a, a touchdown. And then the backup who almost scored a touchdown is old ass Jarek McKinnon. So it's a it's a very very like. It's not. It's not that it's not a valuable position. It's very valuable, but it's mm-hmm. the most obtainable position. Yeah. If you're not top top five running back in the league, then it's like you're a committee. Yeah. It's exactly Nick Chubb, who's top five in the league, still had Cream Hunt to his committee. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Which is also a free agent. Cream Hunt. He just yet. he just slowed down. I don't like. I, well, first, I was like Chiefs reunion, and then I was just like, Nah, he's a liability. We call him Kareem Bunt. Damn. Damn. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Shout out Philip Lindsay. In the XFL. You're out there, dog. Oh, yeah. speaking he's of the XFL? Yeah, he's in the XFL. He plays oh, for the Jesus. Seattle Sea Dragons, oh, but the man. Seattle Sea Dragons quarterback. Rough times, Hold huh? on. Seattle Sea Dragons quarterback Shane Buscelli signed to the Broncos. Now, uh, signed, you're on the 90, man. You're not quite 53. Yeah, I think it was ben, or ben, ben, ben DiNucci, I think. Oh, regardless. I, I knew I was going to butcher his name. Hey. Yeah. Thir- Congrats. Third string <laughs> quarterback. Let's go. Congrats, dude. <laughs> yeah, it's cool to see guys If Stidham really doesn't well. do his thing. <laughs> yeah. It's cool to see guys play really well and then get contracts. Mm-hmm. Like, if I'm a young player and a, a young quarterback and I'm trying to prove myself, go to the XFL, bro. You're not going to prove anything by being a backup quarterback. Yeah, under, okay, that Behind Mahomes, like, what are you going to prove? Like, you're not going to get any time. You're going to be getting dust on your pads. Yeah. Did you see what – how? so, like, speaking of that, that's what A.J. McCarron did. A.J. McCarron is, exactly. like, a three-time national um, trophy winner in University of Alabama, two-time starter, and, like, he – He's got, kind of been there, done that. He's been a backup in the league for some years. Didn't really pan out. Played on a couple of teams. He wanted his kids, because he's got kids now. He's like, I want them to see me play. I don't want them to see me in uniform on the sideline and pray that our quarterback gets like hurt to where I can go in or we blow him out and then I can go in. So he bet on himself, went to the XFL for a significant pay cut. He's AJ McCarron guaranteed could be a backup, but not any team, but a lot of teams. 
Oh, for sure. Takes a pay cut, goes to the XFL, wins the XFL MVP award. Kind of a consolidation prize because the XFL's bracketing for their playoffs fucked the St. Louis Battlehawks. They went seven and three in a ten game season, and then uh, like five and or uh, four and sixteen made the playoffs over them. A team with a losing record made it. it sounds really. Stupid. It was really stupid. And what they, are we doing? They had this yeah. weird. They had a weird tiebreaker rule that was like it came down to division record. Three game tiebreaker. It was dude. It was dumb. It, <laughs> I I remember as soon as that happened, I was They're like two down. As soon as I saw that, I'm like, all right, I'm not watching the XFL playoffs. Sounds good. That's wild. It's very wild. But that being said, um, like he bet on himself, got a bunch of playing time, and like bet your ass if he wants to go back to the NFL for more money, even if he wanted that to be a one year thing. He's going to if he wants to. He took a big risk because you risk if you get injured playing and in not in the NFL, that is the worst thing that could happen to you because you're not you're not going to benefit from it. You know, yeah. like sure they'll probably take care of you. Like speaking of the XFL, the USFL is back, and like I tried to tune in for like one game because I'm like, if they have two spring leagues now, yeah, and I, the stands, bro, were so empty. I'm like, I can't watch this. Yeah, it's, it's unwatchable. <laughs> yeah, the Broncos signed an XFL player as well. We got one of their running backs. He was like a top five uh, running back in the league, and we picked him up. Yeah, so. um, there's a couple of players that came from the XFL that I'm confident are gonna like be something. Because like, let's not forget um, Turpin, who plays for Dallas, that mm-hmm. return specialist. Yeah, he was the USFL MVP. So like that was back when there was one spring league to pull from. Yeah. So weird. Yeah, it's weird, but it's positive because if you think about it, those players outside of this spring league and getting developing footage for themselves are not getting moments of opportunities with teams. They wait for the OTAs and the optional spring training to hope to make like a a ninety man before roster cuts and then hope to get seen by a coach and make an impression. This allows them to keep their legs fresh, continue playing the game that they love, make some money while doing it, and hopefully it's kind of it's basically JUCO for the pros. Yeah. There's no minor league. NFL is one of the only sports without a minor league system. And it needs it. We have NCAA, but that's college. That's not minor leagues, bro. There's year eligibilities on that. There's academic eligibilities on that. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? There's competent athletes who cannot pass, who cannot get through college, who could make it on an NFL team, who are going to be ineligible because they don't have the opportunity to prove themselves. Outside of semi-pro, like arena football, all these novelty leagues that never work, you know. We have seldom sprinkles of talent that come from those leagues, but... It never matters, like, or like CFL. Like, if you're from Canada and you you, you never went to uh, college in North America, you just are. I guess that is North America, but you didn't go in the United States. You went to like University of Toronto or something, and then you went to the CFL. There's been people who've done that route and made it to the NFL, mm-hmm. but I don't know. I'm a fan of the XFL. USFL is gonna die. <laughs> yeah, one of them is gonna die for sure. You can't have both. Yeah, no, yeah. they're gone. Yep. All right. Um, I don't watch think- that. I think we're good on NFL. Anything yeah, it's about all I got. Shit. Should we talk about fights? Let's do it. Now it's time to talk MMA. Yeah, because there's no one over there. You're... <laughs> so before we get into um, any fights, there was a couple of big MMA announcements that we have to immediately talk about. So the biggest announcement. Yeah, let's talk about that first. Possibly the biggest signing in terms of financial significance and significance to a company in potentially MMA history happened it was francis Ngannou, former um, ufc heavyweight champ who never lost his belt signed with the professional fighting league i'm i'm torn i mean he should have just stayed with the ufc okay so here's that's why i'm saying i'm torn so here's yeah but i mean go go make your bag yeah he's gonna he's got everything he wants he has equity in the in the business yeah 
He's on the on the board. He's gonna he's gonna be running PFL Africa. He's like gonna be the ambassador little... for PFL Africa. But yeah, let's bro. be honest, that's you you like. I think that's awesome. Don't get me wrong, but it's to, not going anywhere. It'll take a minimum of probably two years before he, they can realize like a PFL Africa like contender series thing that they do before they have a PFL Africa thing because they have PFL Europe now and they have the PFL like Europe. I don't know if they're independent of the. PFL that we watch and they contest for their own belts. I'm not entirely sure. I'm just gonna say good luck. That's all I, I agree. So I, my two cents is um good luck. I think like. Francis obviously should have resigned with the UFC. You're gonna make more money doing this for sure. He was talking on the Ariel Hawani show. Bread. Well, he basically said like Ariel asked him how many fights it was, and um he was like, is it a one fight contract? Is it a two fight contract? He said a multiple. He said it, it's a it's about that. So I, let's assume three. I think he has three. That's exactly That's what, what I think. I think saying. it's a three fight contract. He's not going to be participating in the PFL seasons at all. He's a part of their pay per view super fight division, which just basically means they fight on pay per views. That's it. And I really and I think they put him on that because they don't want to to run him through the. They don't want to risk him losing, and they don't want him to run through three. I mean, you got to fight three fights in four months, something like that. Regardless, we they no. don't they don't want to humor that. That's dumb. No. So the, the PFL has a real – Ruin your investment. They have a real good agenda to try to get him competent opponents to make it worth fans wanting to tune in. I think those uh, – now that they have that – and another thing that was enacted that Francis made happen, anybody that fights Francis yep. gets a minimum of $2 million. Yeah, that's great. That's – It's great. Unheard of. It's because they did that because they're thinking like if I'm a free agent heavyweight, even if I don't think I can beat Francis, I like $2 million. Exactly. I'm signed to the PFL. And – how many heavyweights from the UFC heard that and are like, "Fuck, no!" <laughs> but so I got one fight left. Let me do this one fight and go to the PFL. Exactly. Like, so my my stance on why this is like cool and I'm happy for him, pretty... but I'm nervous because like for one, like there's okay a positive I'll say before I get into the negatives. A positive is he is now in some respects going to be aligned, whether it's in the same room or not, with Jake Paul and Jake Paul as far as marketing is concerned, is a fucking wizard. And we can't, we cannot knock him because we must talk about him. So that being said, I think that was explained on to the agent of Francis as to being advantageous towards his boxing career. You have a guy who gets whatever boxing novelty fight he wants. Yo, can, can you get imagine money. on the same card a Jake Paul fight? Oh, yeah, that, that'll happen. That that would almost wow. certainly happen. If, Francis, think about if that. Francis does boxing, he's going to have the promotional... Um, savvy Jake Paul and company to help him make it happen and market it, which is awesome. But the but that that's a, that's a positive. That would be so huge. So here's the negative. So here's the negative we got to address. MVP gets with Francis on a boxing bout. Wow. So the that's ne- like the negative though that I have to immediately um, spot is. Do you know? Did you even hear the last numbers? Um, pay per view buys for the last PFL pay per view that happened. I don't even remember when. Fuck no. You want to know? It was like. Bro, five thousand. It was like eighty-seven hundred buys. Yeah, less than ten thousand buys on a pay-per-view Who is. Was fighting though, I couldn't even tell you, bro. But the point, the reason I, I address that is, yeah, <laughs> this brand has not yet developed enough traction for a pay-per-view. Francis being on your pay-per-view will definitely. I don't know get how they got some. the money to pay Francis like this. Nobody knows. They are. They had a huge. If I think they got a lot of no, good dude, investors. No, their their um reports last year was huge financial losses. And that's because they're paying their, like, five, ten fighters a million dollars every year at the end of the year. And they're on ESPN+. Plus, good for which business. is, it's great for it's awesome. fighters. Yeah. Like, it's wonderful for, for fighters. It's terrible for business. And this yeah. is kind of like, 
but UFC is making so much money, bro. Like, they need to pay their fighters. Like, you're saying you want Francis to risk his fucking life, like, for $500,000 if he wins and he's a champion? And I, I agree. get $20 million for three fights? Guaranteed? Bruh, sign me the fuck up for that. <laughs> yeah. I'm not I'm not risking my life and my fucking ability to make $500,000 if I win a championship mm-hmm. fight. Like, that's just mm-hmm. crazy, bro. Like, in golf, they had the whole, like, uh, fucking LIV shit. And that was great. And the PGA paid their players more. Like, the UFC needs to set the fuck up, bro. Step like, up. don't be greedy. Now you need to change. A couple of cool tidbits to They made their biggest they made their biggest financial year last year too. UFC? Yeah, they made so much money last year. Bro, just so, like, so much money. They these guys so are gonna crazy. have CTE. Like, do you wanna be a legend or do you wanna be rich? Like cool yeah, it's cool to be a legend, but that th- these people aren't gonna pay your bills, bro. Mm-hmm. Like a fan of yours isn't gonna be like, Yeah, I'll give you like five thousand dollars because you're cool. Like, no, they're not. When so, you're 60 years old and you're fucking Muhammad Ali fucking shaking all crazy, like, you got to pay those bills. The only counter argument that the UFC has is the UFC is such a marketing beast that your out-of-combat opportunities will be much greater because of the amount of eyeballs that they attract. And it's like we're yeah. comparing Kleenex to every other... Yeah, Kleenex like, to, to any other tissue. Damn, Q-tips this to any guy other is swab. looking spiffy. Looks like what you, Looks like you're going to sell on? me a Bible on a fucking Is it because it's your speed. birthday? Why is your tie so fucking long? It's touching your cock. Yo, but, yo. So, it's, um, tie. it's a long tie, my man. You might want to double up the knot on that one because that thing is touching your nutsack, and I don't think it should be. <laughs> yo, it smells good in here, though. I ain't going front. So, um, but back to the – yo, hit it. Uh, now it's t- time to talk MMA. Now it's time to talk MMA. We've been due. We've so, been due. I think um, the fact that he – Ultimately, didn't sign to um, one. He claims he never even spoke to Dave Feldman from BKFC. I did see that. Dave being all shysty and skeezy about it. Um, allegedly, he was supposed to have some type of talks with Bellator, but I think that was just being political to Bellator say Bellator don't got the money for that. Well, I just think they were just – they talked to say they tried to get him, you know. Just, they just they to, said that, to appease but they didn't people, even ask. Yeah. Obviously, but no. Um, he definitely talked to 1FC, and they said no. Because he wanted to too much. Him, they didn't want to give him equity. They offered him $20 million. They offered though. him they $20 offer million him. Dollars for two fights. Yeah, so he said no. And, so, and he said no. So Fran, uh, Francis wants more. He, That's the well, thing. He, he wants the equity. He one wants FC the board. probably wasn't humoring his boxing. But 1FC was probably like, hey, buddy, we have like a, a heavyweight um, kickboxing uh, championship you can contest for. And no one can take you down, bud. What's crazy for, on this whole thing is Francis gets – He's on the board for the rest of his life. Like he, yeah, secured for what, his future with the PSL PFL for which the rest is good. of his life. But is the PFL going to be around ten years from now? So okay, one thing to be mentioned. I don't know, but he's only a three fight contract, right? Yeah, as we but know. He, yeah, that's the three fight contract for his fights. Yeah, oh. that's separate from him owning pieces of oh, PFL and being on the board for PFL Africa, like and well, the, and so the ambassador for PFL. Africa. I think though the fact that he. Got didn't come to terms with one, didn't figure like they didn't negotiate successfully with the UFC, even though he clearly wanted out just to I play the market. Was... The fact that he went to PFL at this point and not one boxing announcement has been made tells me this was Plan C, my guy. This was it not was Plan def- A. Yeah, uh, Plan A was fighting Tyson Fury. So that's what that I'm getting, was listen, plan th- a. This is what I'm getting to. So a lot of people were that optimistic when he was like um, talking about how like we're uh, he's looking to have a, a boxing bout this year and they haven't announced it. 
they haven't announced it because no one there's just no terms he's probably coming to these these undefeated fighters near undefeated fighters Deontay Wilder like they were all these... so they he said on the interview that they were really close to Deontay Wilder happening and then he just announced then, the fight but then Deontay announced his fight to so yeah. but what I think that the deal is is like Francis wants competent heavyweight boxing purse and all of the because they, they have to agree to purse numbers where it's like it's like 60 40 50 50 70 30 etc I don't think anyone's going to ever agree with um, Francis because they're gonna say to be like, dude, if I beat you, I beat a zero and zero boxer. If I lose to you, I lost to a zero and zero boxer. It is not fair to me to leverage equal um, pay because I have everything to lose. You're gonna hurt the ethos of my career if I lose to you. And if I beat you, people are just gonna say I, I fought a can or an incompetent professional like at that level boxer. So those fighters are gonna say to Francis like, yo, I want eighty twenty. Like and now Tyson's yeah. chirping at John Jones. All this ego shit, bro, about oh, it's gonna affect my career. If you're not the goat, who gives a fuck? Like it, it, this is the reason this matters, though. As lame as it sounds, is when you in boxing you have to cherry pick these bouts because if you can manage to go like the difference between like what Ryan Garcia has achieved, which has been amazing, he just lost his first bout, yeah. versus the likes of like um, I don't know uh, Devin Haney. You know what I'm saying? Who's completely yeah. undefeated? Like. Those once you hit those like twenty, once you're like twenty five and zero or whatever the number is, your next bout is always worth so much more than the last. And so they they look at it from a financial point of view. Why would I risk my O to you if I'm not getting such a bag that I can't say no? And that's why they're negotiating that so you way. You just get paid a lot more if you have zero losses. The, well, the, the the favorite fighter almost always gets paid more. Like if you look at um all the contracts that Floyd was in, he was making like sixty forty. Like even when he fought Manny Pacquiao, if not more. And that's just because his pro, uh, promotion has eyeballs to it. They have yeah. negotiation leverage because they're like, hey, y'all want to see me lose. They're not tuning in to see you win. Tune in to see me lose. That's kind of how it ends up being. Francis has to learn, like, the political dynamic that is the boxing landscape, he's learning the hard way. Like, oh, fuck. Like, I was told I could go box by my manager and make guaranteed $20 million, one one bout, no questions asked. And it's like, actually, you can make, like, 30% of that because he's going to take the 70 So. It sucks. There's a reason he hasn't got a boxing bout yet. There's a reason yeah. he went to the PFL. He says he that, had to, but he's in works right now. So I'm competent. He, he's going to get one pretty done. Pretty sure he has something. It's not going to be who we think. Pretty it is. much done and and pretty much signed because he's waiting to announce. So we'll see. We'll see what happens, man. I mean, I'm I'm excited. He, the way he was talking about it in the interview, like it sounds like they're getting shit done. I mean, but you would like, you would also want people to think that because you want people to tune into the bout that you're confident will happen. You know, PFL is completely hands off with Francis's boxing career. So a, a real quick that's cool. A real UFC quick UFC is not right. Yeah, yeah. I mean, unless you're they Connor, wouldn't even yeah. let him go box. That's yeah. why he left. Like he wanted to box, and that was like kind of a big point. Um. Uh. A confirmed rumor that's happening right now, we don't know what the legitimacies are, is um, PFL was looking or inquiring to buy Bellator. Don't know if you saw that. That was old news, too. That's That's been news for months. Um, it, Well, yeah, they've been on the radar. Bellator's Ever been since on, Bellator's... Bellator has been on the radar to be sold for a yeah. hot minute. And it's not because they are looking to sell. It's more like they just kind of have a valuation, and it's worth significantly more than what it was when Scott Coker took it over to begin with. So they're kind of looking for someone to lead the initiative financially because if they get a new investor they can potentially just make it bigger so yeah but if the if the integration of bellator and pfl what would you do ufc is just all no oh oh, uh, chomps up bellator just uh, like a comment a comment i wanted to make though that i thought was interesting is hilarious um 
So PFL, I think we can mutually agree in North America is the third biggest MMA organization behind um, Bellator. So it's like UFC, Bellator, PFL, just mm-hmm. North America, not one FC is the biggest outside of UFC, but just in North America. So France is going to the PFL and not coming to terms with the UFC. That would be like, I, I don't even have a good analogy for that. You know, like that would be like if. That'd be like Mahomes that, going to the XFL for the exactly. Seattle Sea Dragons, or, or yeah, or like, <laughs> or like <laughs> amount of money, yeah, or like LeBron yeah. going to like some Canadian basketball league for a hell of a lot of money for you like twenty times the amount that he would normally yeah, get. Yeah, like we've never seen the like the who like I keep saying or stuttering. We've never seen a heavyweight champ who didn't lose his belt walk off into the sunset and go into a lesser competitive organization. Because most of the time, the best organizations pay the most. Like, no one's competing with the NFL as far as how much money because they're making so much money. Like, the fact that the UFC is not paying their fighters so much, and I've this has been my fucking viewpoint from day one. Mm -hmm. I've been like, you got to play your fighters more. And Jake Paul said that. And, like, I just, I just, there's no competition. And that's why the UFC is not raising their shit. And so they need to get it figured the fuck out. Like, I don't know. There's a, there's a lot of variables and I completely agree with your sentiment. But if you think about those, these other companies like Bellator and PFL, they have big budget fight purses, but they have low, um, like the amount of fighters on their rosters are low. They have low roster counts to compensate. The UFC has way more on their roster, which gives them the opportunity to pull from other talent, like the Patty Pimblins, the Sean O'Malley's, et cetera. But, um, it's like it's like give and pull, you know what I mean? It's like comparing Kleenex now, to great value tissue. Bro. Hearing like, Francis is making like, like yeah. hearing Francis uh, made five hundred K that last bout, like six hundred. It was six hundred. Yeah, six hundred or whatever the case may be. That's like Still that's disgusting. Enough. Jorge Masvidal was making like two million about ever since he got the call up to fight um Marty on short notice. So Paolo like, Costa was claiming he makes a million a fight. And he, he's not lying. I guarantee you he was. He's renegotiated with the UFC twice. He just signed a new contract and has a fight announced that I was going to mention here shortly. Oh, yeah. Yeah. He's, they, they announced a lot of fights lately. So there's a whole card that Dana White. 292. Yeah. So this card had no confirmed bouts on it before, like, Wednesday. And then Dana went live on Facebook, made a Facebook page. You know I, why? I invited you to it because I didn't know how to mm-hmm. share it. So if you got You're that. okay. Yeah, I got the invite. Yeah, I, I thought that was weird. It wouldn't let me just share it. But, um. You know why Dana announced all this shit? He's like, "Fuck, Francis signed with PFL. We gotta announce some shit." Like, yeah. hey, this Fox. isn't this isn't even like okay. So I'm gonna go from the bottom up. So, um, UFC 291 is the card, not 292. My bad. They announced stuff for 292 as well, though. Okay, so for on 291, these are all recently announced fights. The main event has some funny circumstances to it, but um, so we got uh, Derek Lewis is taking on Marcos Rogerio de Lima. That should be a barn burner. Two heavyweights going at it. That's not going the distance. Um, We have Wonderboy Thompson taking on Michelle Pereira. That's going to be a good fight. The spinny dude with the man bun. That's going to be a good fight because he's a striker, too. He is not very much of a grappler. No. So Wonderboy. Let's go, Wonderboy. Now, speaking of Wonderboy Wonderboy and Wonderboy's last opponent, we got Kevin Holland taking on Michael Chiesa. That should be be great. That's going to be a good fight. They can both grapple their asses off. I got Holland on that one. That should be wonderful. Um, shout out Tony Ferguson still doing the damn thing against Bobby Green. That Flips is not a truck. That is not a fun fight to come back to, bro. Fun fact on Bobby Green: he's in the like pending or like he's in the works of changing his name. Mm. Does anybody want to guess what his new name is going to be? It Mo- is one word. It's he's not going to have money. Two. No, uh, it's close. 
king. Fire. Just king. That's weird. What are you sealed? Why? Why is it weird, dude? What are you sealed? What are you sealed? <laughs> are, you na- are, you, are you Nene? What's His name's going on? King, bro. He's going to be named King. Who just na- changes their name to King? Him. It's yeah. Bobby Green, dude. That's... He doesn't like Bobby Where's Green this anymore. Where's from? Where is Bobby Green from? He's from Arkansas. Question. I don't Good even question. know. Doesn't matter. Yeah, I just. He's weird. obviously from royalty. He's just from the United true. States of America, bro. That's yeah. all that matters. Self, yeah, self-proclaimed king is just but he, weird. This is a huge fight for him because, like, I mean, it's not self-proclaimed. It's it's given by the government, <laughs> requested by him. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> That's yeah. and then given per request, but it is then granted by government. <laughs> yeah. Every time he votes, that vote tallyer is just going to be like. Shh, 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 shh. Did he forget his name? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's now, just King. Um, so, yeah. Bobby Green taking on I didn't. Tony. Who knew that that was available? Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you'd think, think you it'd be taken by have now. have whatever name you want. I don't, there's not only one Even king. Even if it's... Oh, really? Yeah. They can be yeah. two kings. <laughs> that would be just... That just sounds stressful. Yeah. <laughs> that sounds like a like an error will happen later on. Well, after that, um, we have, as mentioned previously, we got um, Paulo Costa taking on Ikram... Aliskarov, which is yeah. a freaking murderer. Which is a dude. murderer. Yeah, he's coming off the Dana White Contender Series, I'm pretty sure. So one thing, Not straight off of it, but that's where he started. Interesting fact. Did you know that um, Paulo Costa has like a record for like the most um, random drug tests in like a set amount of time? Yeah. And that's why he, every time he does his weight cuts and press secret conferences, juice. he has his secret juice bottle. It's hilarious. This man is so shredded and cuts so much weight. It doesn't seem natural that he could ever weigh 185. It's crazy. Like this dude probably walks around at like 215. After having lost five pounds. This isn't even an exaggeration. So him making 185 is mind-boggling. He's also a meme lord. Check yeah. out his Twitter. He's best, funny. Best Twitter He's ever. funny. He's hilarious. Um, after that, the most exciting bout I think that they named, and this one has me stoked. You got former heavyweight or light heavyweight champ Jan Blachowicz taking on former Blahovich, middle. Blahovich, dude. Come, come on, dude. Blahovich. Cool. He's, <laughs> he's taking on. I don't claim to know names very good. I butcher them con- constantly, you guys. So who are you talking to? You. Oh. So um, <laughs> so we got um, Jan taking on Alex Pereira, the one who just lost to Izzy very very recently. Peter Jan. <laughs> no. Oh, Jan who? Blahovich. Oh. I don't know why that's so funny. Okay, because well, it, he was talking about someone completely different at this point. Regardless, though, you got the former. Um, you said of- Pereira, and you're all. Peter Jan. <laughs> we got the former 205-pound champ welcoming the former 185-pound champ to the 205-pound division. And get this. If if he can beat Jan, if Alex beats Jan. Blahovich. Yeah. Okay, okay. If, yeah. If, yeah, <laughs> if, if Jan loses, or loses, this will be another notch in the, the controversy between Izzy and Alex. Because this is the man that beat, gave Izzy his first loss in MMA was Jan Blahovich. Okay, not Peter. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he says Blahovich. Yeah, so regardless, so like this is kind of interesting because he's going he's going up and wait yeah. to the guy who greeted Izzy to the two hundred five pound division, having to be for bigger circumstance at the time. But if he beats him, that kind of adds to the 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 trilogy in a weird way. You know what I mean? Does that make sense? Mm. It's like rock paper scissors. He beat the guy that beat him, but he yeah. lost to him. But MMA math doesn't work, right? It doesn't work, but it's interesting. It's just very interesting. It's the, cool to look at. The way this might, <laughs> the way this could manifest is, let's say, um, Pereira goes up to 205, has a muck, ends up being the 205 pound champ in like a couple fights. Hell no, not which I happen. don't think will happen either. But let's just humor it. The UFC will be able to market him versus Izzy again at 205. 
and a lot of people would want to see it let's face it so that's kind of like future puppet master mma market mastermind shit that probably won't happen but mm. worth considering and then the main event um very silly that this is the circumstance so Dana White announced, okay, Jorge Masvidal has retired, even though he lost, like, every fight since he won that BMF belt. The BMF belt is now vacant. And so the vacant BMF belt will be contested for in the main event of 291 in a great fight, a rematch between Dustin Poitier and Justin Gaethje. It's their second bout. Their first one was an absolute war. Dustin won. Dustin won. It was very back and forth. Great fight. Must see. So I'm excited for this fight to happen. It could be a main event. It, could, it, it being a main event makes it five rounds. The BMF belt, to me, is UFC's way of saying to um, ESPN, we're fighting for a belt this card. Tally that on our, our score sheet because you know they get paid That's guaranteed so money no matter what if they contest That's a belt. So true. This is what this is. That's so true. They I didn't even think about The that. UFC would have contested that belt many times over if that wasn't the case. If not, like... I don't know. I, I like how Michael... They needed a title fight. There's your title fight. So there's fights this weekend. Makes sense. And um, Michael... Or, uh, Michael Johnson's fighting this weekend. Michael Johnson beat um, Dustin, and then he welcomed um, Justin Gaethje to the UFC, dropped him in the first round, wild, wild fight, ended up losing via, like, a TKO. He wasn't, like, knocked out. He was just, like, tired and fucked up, and Justin Gaethje is no bum. But these two, like, fighting for this belt is so meaningless. This fight is equally cool without the belt. It's going to be five rounds. It's going to be main event. It's must-see TV. But you throw this arbitrary belt back into play. He did it for marketing. That's why. He did it for marketing, and he for did marketing. it. He clearly did it, in my mind, for marketing and for, for the ESPN. ESPN. I don't think if they really cared about that BMF belt, they would have treated it like its own independent title, and he, like Jorge, would have contested it, it by now. It just been passed off a few times. He yeah. would have gave it to Marty, and Marty would have gave it to Leon or whoever. You know, like that just is what it is. So I think that it's silly that they're yeah, doing this for that. Like, good for you, dog. Like, BMF belt. I guess I don't think that belt matters at all like that's just stupid they didn't even bring they didn't even make it up right didn't jorge masvidal make it make it up no it was um when jorge got called out by nate diaz he said uh he's like i want to fight you he's like um west coast motherfucker east coast motherfucker who i want to find out who's the baddest motherfucker in the world and then bmf belt yeah yeah so eh, i'm excited i guess but, Let's talk about the O'Malley fight, dude. Oh, yeah, that's going to be exciting. That was announced, too. O'Malley will be fighting for the title against Aljamain Sterling August something. It's soon. I'm, it's on, the UFC. I'm on the UFC It's in page. August, I'm okay? Scrolling. Sean O'Malley, that's who I'm rooting for. He's going to be a big underdog, but we got it, baby. Come so on. UFC Sugar for the title. July 8th, UFC 290 is going to feature um, Volkanovski versus Rodriguez. So we'll see if um, Rodriguez... Yeah, if he can unify the belt or if he, he's going to face the fate of most people when they well, fight. That's a good fight's getting announced. And then you got um, Brandon Moreno versus Pantoja, too. Mm -hmm. That should be a good fight. Big Brandon Moreno fan. Um, what else got announced? There's some a other bunch ones. Of stuff. There's a bunch of stuff announced on that Sean O'Malley card. UFC returns to Salt Lake City July 29th. That's that 291 bout. That would have been a card that we... If they would have announced that long enough ago, we could have dreamed of attending that. Because it's that's kind of close. That's probably the closest UFC is going to come to Colorado for the foreseeable future. Sadly, so fucking pussies. I know. One so, comes out um, here. And needs August nineteenth. Like, yeah. August nineteenth. That's, that's when Sugar and Aljo will fight. Good shit. I'm. I don't know if Sugar can prevent Aljo from getting close because let's face it, Aljo's not going to want to run up and try to take him down because he's going to see some fast, sharp limbs getting thrown his way. Yeah. 
So his strategy, like the way he fought Cejudo, he cannot fight Sean minus the takedowns, of course. Now, that being said, what hope does Sean O'Malley have on any takedown defense when Cejudo got taken down by homie? And Cejudo's an Olympian. And he's, I low key think that Sean, if Sean, if like all, or all Joe says, I'm taking you down, Sean, there's nothing you could do about it. Sean better hit him with some back of the head elbows or something because it's going to be really boring. Like, I don't yeah. think he's going to be able to contest it whatsoever. We're going to see what happens, man. But if, if O'Malley does it, bro, I'm going to go nuts. Because the thing is, Aljo thinks he's got that striking like that. He doesn't. Like He looked really he good in his last fight. He did. Look but good. that will not touch O'Malley. O'Malley will not get hit he's with longer. one strike. He's longer than Aljo. He's longer. His spatial awareness is so much higher. Like Aljo gets that back, though. It might be. Sean O'Malley, Sean O'Malley throws spinning back heel kicks. Yeah. Like, that's how accurate this man is. I'm like, just, uh, if he gets that back, it's over for Sean. That's facts. Which sucks, but uh, whatever. I can't wait to watch it because I'm going to be betting for Sean. I, um, I, ride, I ride with that man. There's a UFC he's, he's card a... Saturday. Yes. A- Angela Hill versus. Let's talk about Rosenstruck Almeida real quick. Mackenzie Dern. That was boring as fucking shit card. <laughs> it was just like I was yeah. barely paying attention. It was kind of an earlier card. Rosenstruck got dealt with super fast. Let's talk about Jessica Rose Clark getting submitted in the third round. Now, not in the UFC anymore. Bye now, bye. Ian Gary was the highlight of that. Card. Hell yeah! Uh, the second fight we had Brian Battle getting a 14 second knockout in the first round. What was that Fire. homie's game plan? That homie I mean, that he was fighting swinging. against. That homie he was fighting against swinging. ran across the cage and was throwing like technically sound punches with zero defense. And then Brian was all bink. Yeah, <laughs> back to the cage. Back to the cage. Like, <laughs> knocked out. Eat that. Then we had Mandy Bohm beat Ji Yoon Kim by a decision. Then we had Douglas Silva de Andrade take out Cody Stamen by a decision. Carl Williams won a decision over Chase Sherman. Chase Sherman not in the UFC anymore. Prelim, feature prelim. How about Matt Brown knocking out Court McGee, though? 42 years old. 42. Ties, ties Derek Lewis for the most knockouts in UFC history. Wow. So fire. Shout out Matt Brown. And Court McGee is... Court McGee is a dog. He is. Ultimate fighter winner. I don't think he's ever been stopped like that. His last fight, he got stopped. He Never got, mind. He got stopped in his last two bouts, sadly. Never mind. Those are the only two stoppages that I'm aware of for him in the UFC. Then we have uh, Tim Dirty Bird Means losing to submission via Alex Morano. They were they were really respectable. They were th- and they were throwing. Alec, the thing with Alex, bro, he got hands, and then they everybody forgets that he's a wrestler, mm-hmm. and then he takes you down and submits you. And that's exactly what happened. Right after that, we had Carlos Olberg. Knocking out Ihor Puteria, and it was more of a TKO. Yeah. Um, but nine and one for Carlos R. Alberg in the light heavyweight division. Very nice. Now let's talk about what you brought up. Ian Gary, twelve and zero against Daniel Rodriguez. Another 17 dog. Seventeen and four. Another dog, but getting dropped by that head kick. Perfect head kick right in the neck. Did you see? His, dropped him and then TKO. Did you see his interview like the the night before uh, the fight where he explained to someone how like he literally said what he was going to do? Yeah, he called it. He straight up was just like, "Yeah, I'm gonna like I'm gonna faint or I'm gonna hit a faint and then." Head it wasn't kick even the that night side. before. It was like a week and a half. Before. He just straight up said what he was going to do and then yeah. did it. Like that's some. That is some, like, Conor McGregor before he came to fame shit. And he is from Ireland. Exactly. So That's why I mentioned it. This is an Ireland guy right here. Um, this shout ne- out Conor. This next bout, like... It was a good fight. I thought it was a good fight. Johnny Walker versus Anthony Smith. Anthony just couldn't do it, dude. That fight... Well, okay, but one thing Johnny I Johnny Walker to, looking good. That fight made me really, like, sad because reason being, there was a moment in the fight where out of nowhere with no context, Anthony Smith can be heard saying, like, 
He's like, you're taking something from my family or something like that. And some people were speculating that he He says you're attacking my family. Some people were speculating that that was some type of PTSD that he incurred from that home intruder that happened years prior, which has been, that was a turning point in his career. It was a turning point. So after he lost to John in a very good bout, when he was looking like a world beater, he had a home intruder, for those who don't know, a guy broke into his house. Messed up. And he tried to fight him and like beat the shit out of him. And he said he couldn't sleep him. And he said he was elbowing him and like, um, Anthony Smith has gone on record as saying that, that messed with his psyche because he's like, I'm supposed to be a top five, 205er in the world, and I'm fighting a, a bum off the street, and I can't even sleep him. And that, that completely killed his psyche. Like, he thought he could sleep anyone. That happened, and he has he's looked, like, other than, like, moments, he's looked not the same. Like, yeah. He just looks People like, on meth, it's hard to sleep. He's also been, he's meth. older now, like, he's been in it But forever. he fought, like, remember when he fought like, Glover? Like, yeah. when he's fighting Glover, um... Not Glover's teeth out. Glover was like apologizing to him, and like no, no, who knocked out who? Reg- I don't even remember. I, I just remember. I just remember like Anthony, sure Anthony knocked out. Glover. I'm just worried about Anthony Smith. I don't know if like you're attacking my family was like like I said like a repressed PTSD moment from that happening, or if like that was just him trying to say like you're attacking my family by trying to like beat me. Cause I just loved it because Johnny was all what, and then he said it again. He's all huh? Yeah, like Johnny Walker <laughs> didn't talk shit to him or provoke him or. Anything in the cage that would have led me to believe that they would shit talk each other. Anthony Smith is a really upstanding dude, but that moment made me really sad. And the announcers, like, they really honed in on it when they heard it. They were talking about it all kinds. Oh, really? Yeah. yeah. Uh, right after that, we had jail. And what sucked is I kind of missed this card. I'm not going to lie. Um, I it was caught, an early card. It was an early card, and that's why I missed it. I caught the last two fights. Um, Anthony Smith, Johnny Walker, and Jarzinho Rosenstrike losing to Jailton Almeida. It looked just like when Cyril Gaon lost to Jones, pretty much. Yeah. Took him down and just looked lost. Looked lost. And, and he, I mean, we had Jailton Almeida sitting at a one, minus 145 via submission win. So, I mean. Well, everyone knows who he is now. Yeah. Got it. I mean, Jailton Almeida's on a tear. They say he's not a heavyweight, but he keeps taking out all these heavyweights. Sucks. Uh, um, we'll see what happens. While we're here, I want to take a quick sec to mention um, Fabian Edwards beat... Um, Gegard Mousasi and is oh, now going to fight against Johnny Evelyn for the Bellator middleweight belt. I forgot about that. Super yep. excited. Um, so Fabian Ev- Edwards is Leon Edwards' brother. I believe it's his younger brother. Yeah, it is. So yeah, younger <laughs> brother fights Bellator. Um, that'd be cool. Brothers in different organizations with belts, but I don't think Johnny Evelyn's losing anytime Johnny soon. Johnny Evelyn ain't losing that belt, man. I feel like Johnny Johnny's Ev- grinding that man out and taking him down. I feel like Johnny Evelyn is going to like fulfill his Bellator contract and then walk into whatever organization he wants. That'd be cool to go see him in the UFC. He would he would run a muck in the UFC. He would. He would but run no, a fucking muck, dude. I, I legitimately think Johnny Evelyn is a top three um, middleweight on I planet agree. Earth. I agree. So, And we'll never know, kind of, because he can't go fight UFC guys. But that being said, Fabian Edwards, Johnny Evelyn, I can't wait to see that. Um, we that's taking place in Dublin, Saturday, September twenty third. So that fight has been announced. Um, I want to say it's in like a month. You have um, Patricky Pitbull fighting um, Sergio Pettis, trying to be the first three weight champ in like major MMA organization history. So that's some history. That is history right there, man. It's a short ways away. Um, that fight card that we saw last week with Bellator had um, Douglas Lima on it, so we got to see a little bit of him again. He's one of, another one of those world beaters. I had forgotten about that. Card. You want to? We UD. didn't even talk about that card last week. It was to be honest, I kind of forgot it was happening because yeah, I was out of the loop. We had a lot to catch up on, but 
MMA is looking really good right now. I'm trying this to think next of the next UFC card. Let's talk about that. The Mackenzie Dern, Dern versus Hill. Hill. Yeah, I'm honestly only going to talk about the main card, just for time. Yeah. Um, let's talk about that though. We got Diego Fiera taking on Michael Johnson. You talked about him earlier. Michael Johnson has he's starting fought, out the main card. Michael Johnson has fought legitimately everybody. Yeah. He's fought the top ten everybody of like the See, last two generations of top tens at his weight. Let's talk about his record though. Twenty two and eighteen. He's got a lot of losses. Twenty two and eighteen. But that's what happens when you fight the greatest and he's again, he yeah. TKO'd Dustin Poitier, who's fighting for a BMF belt, and he's Damn near TKO Justin Gaethje, who's fighting for a BMF belt. Yeah, it's just crazy to see he has more losses than the guy he's fighting has wins. Yeah, <laughs> like, he's the underdog. Uh, the guy he's fighting or Michael Johnson? No, Michael Johnson. How by how much? Uh, plus one thirty-four. So not by much, but still the I mean, underdog. That's still underdog. I would place a bet on Michael Johnson to win this fight. I don't know this Diego uh, Fiero guy. Maybe he's a goon. Let's see. Uh, sounds like he's a submission specialist. It says. Uh, Plus 240 yeah. for him to win by submission. Well, he's coming off of three losses last year. He did not win a, a fight in 2021. Didn't fight in 2022. His last three fights are a loss to Benil Dariush via decision, getting knocked out by Gregor Gillespie, and getting knocked out by Muteush Gamrot. So I'm scrolling. I got Michael Johnson in this one. Because there's a lot of scrolling. But Michael Johnson has fought, and this is just in the UFC, um, these are just significant names. Tony Ferguson, Danny Castillo, Miles Jury, now Bellator fighter. Um, Joe Lozon. Does Miles Jury even fight anymore? Um, he does. Joe Lozon, Glayson Tebow, Melvin Gouillard, um, Edson Barboza, Benil Daryush, Nate Diaz, Dustin, uh, yeah, Dustin Poitier, Khabib Norgamadoff, Justin Gaethje, um, John Khabib made that man look silly. John Elkin. No, he's he almost dropped Khabib. He oh was, yeah, he did. Uh, he, he he's legit, the only man to wobble him. Only man in Khabib's career to, to really put him, him in a moment of him. uncertainty. I forgot he wobbled him. Yeah. He still, but but so, guess what happened after that though? He, <laughs> yeah. he took him down. And he's like, brother, you must submit. Right? Yeah, yeah, and submitted him. Yeah, but no. Yeah. Um, after John Elkins, um, I want to say yeah, Andre Feely, Artem Lobov, um, Josh Emmett. Who that one or that one or Clay Guida? Um, that's see, all this is just telling me that Malarkey he, and De, um, Dea Casey. He's this, fought everyone, he has, but all this is telling me is you can't lose to this guy. All that's well, yeah, okay, this so, guy's coming off of three losses, well, two of them knockouts. And if you lose to this guy, Michael Johnson, hang him up, man. Dare I say, hold like, on, hot take, dare I say, Michael Johnson might be one of the most successful, not outright, but successful. Hear me, you gotta let me finish, you gotta let me finish. One of the most successful journeyman he's a journeyman yeah you want to know who's the most successful journeyman it's michael bisping we all saw it <laughs> i love michael bisping so much. who doesn't but no i'm just saying i, I had <laughs> I to give, agree um michael johnson he trains um he trains with uh chandler and usman in tennessee he's from st louis missouri i was a fan of him on the ultimate fighter i'm a fan of him as a fighter in general he's never in a boring fight I agree. So sorry, I had, to, hope, I had to talk about my dog. Let's hope he wins, though. I got him because he can't lose this fight to Diego Fiera. I mean, that's bad. Uh, yeah, 20, twenty-two and nineteen, losing to a guy that's coming off of three losses, two of them are knockouts. Yeah, that's right. Come on, Michael, you got to win this fight. You have to win this fight. All right, going on. Andre Fierro taking on Joaquin Buckley. I don't know who's taking this one. We got a sixteen and six Fierro taking on a fifteen and six Buckley. I don't know, man. Buckley's not 
Other than that spinning back face kick that he got that are will never happen again. Yeah, when he like they caught his leg and he kicked yeah. him. Other than that, that he dope. hasn't really looked good. Fialho's looking good too, honestly. He's the favorite right yeah. now. I'll Minus. never forget I, when I would team. agree. I'll yeah. never forget when Kevin Holland told Joaquin Buckley to wipe his booger. Yeah. When they were like mid fight because Kevin Holland talks the most shit. See, because, ooh, I don't know. Fialho is actually coming off of two knockout losses. Yeah, I think they're both. He got knocked out by Jake Matthews and he got knocked out by Muslim Salikov. Yeah, it's looking it's looking bleak. Looking bleak right now. It's a minus. He knocked he knocked out Cameron Van Camp. Who's that though, you know? Fax. Minus two seventy. He's a killer be killed guy. What is the odd for not going the distance? Minus two seventy. Oh, that's what you okay, yeah. That's a good that's a good parley piece right there. I could see it going the distance though, because I've seen Joaquin Buckley go the distance multiple times. Um Let's talk about uh, Emily Ducate versus Lupi Godinez. Lupi's back. I really don't know who to go for this fight. It's a catch weight. Um, Favorites Lupi at minus 150, but barely. That's a barely. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Ducate's coming off of, I don't know, how, four canceled bouts before getting this fight. Three canceled bouts. Ducate just lost a decision to Angela Hill, but beat Jessica Penne in a decision. Uh, I want to say this is going to a decision for sure. Yeah, that's minus uh, 350. Yeah, yeah. Loopy coming off a loss as well against Cynthia Calvillo. Kind of a boring fight. I mean, uh, it just has decision written all over it. I would definitely take over the the over four and a half. That would probably be a good bet too. I mean, it's probably – odd is probably blown up. But uh, Let's talk about Edmund Shabazian taking on Anthony Hernandez. Welcome back, Anthony Hernandez. Ten and two, taking on Edmund, twelve and three. What are the odds, Mister Winston? Uh, we got Anthony minus two fifteen and Edmund at plus one seventy two. Mm-hmm. I wonder if Edmund is coming off a loss. I think he is. Will, it, will it go the no, distance? No, he's coming off of a knockout win. It's saying no uh, minus two hundred five to not go the distance. I agree. Uh, Shabazzian has a decision win with Jack Hermanson within the last few years. Mr. Hernandez, let's check him out. 2022, Hernandez got a submission win against uh, Marc-Andre Barriot. And he decision win against Josh Fremd. Undefeated in 2022. Um, undefeated in 2021, submission win. Uh, but he did get knocked out by Kevin Holland in 2020. Do not remember that fight, but good little reminder right there. I think... I think I agree. I agree with the favorite. That's a good pickup for a parlay piece as well. I'm scrolling through um, <coughs> homie's IG. Who? Um, Anthony? Yeah. And I got to one, two, three, nine. The ninth pick is smoking smoking loud? Yeah, smoking a king palm. That's what's up. Yeah. Okay, Mr. Hernandez. Well, I hope this implies that it means <laughs> you have cardio because you should have lungs judging yeah, by your seriously. IG, bro. <laughs> Let's talk Mackenzie Dern, Angela Hill. Um, I think I, Angela, Angela Hill, Hill has all the tools to beat her, but if they go to the ground, Mackenzie Dern is a like just so frustrating yeah. to compete against. I will say the one thing that like I love Mackenzie Dern as a fighter. She's a badass. She's like she's a very beautiful woman. But your fake accent has got to go, sweetheart. I'm sorry. You you've seen it. She has a fake Brazilian accent. It's she's from Brazil. No, she's not. She's not? She's from the United States. She's, she's, like, raised in, I think, Iowa. Does she live in Brazil? Her baby daddy's Brazilian. And she, mm-hmm. like, 
She does know yeah. Portuguese. The, by proxy, you're Brazilian. Bro, like if any you of you... Brazilian you have Brazilian in you. Mm-hmm. Whoa. If any of you went with me to Missouri and we whoa. came back from Missouri after, let's say, like a Chiefs game, I doubt you guys would augment your the way you talk. Granted, that's a weekend versus moving somewhere. Yeah. It's like you're... You are born and raised in America, and when she speaks yeah, with... she's from Phoenix. Yeah. Her, her, <laughs> hold on. When she's... The, white. the whitest place Bro, in America, um, When she speaks, she speaks like Yukon? someone who's struggling to put, like, English sentences together because they only speak Portuguese. Like, it's not like she has yeah. a weird accent. She intentionally talks like Let's a, analyze this accent. It makes me so angry because I'm like... Makes it's just angry? It's just appropriating, like, and I think appropriating can be good. That's just her, like, she's like, I'm Brazilian. It's like, bitch, no, you're not. You are pale. Damn, I typed in Mackenzie Dern talking, and the first video is the evolution of Mackenzie Dern's no, accent. No, when nice. she started in the UFC, she, no, <laughs> when she started in the UFC, she talked completely normal like us, and then now she talks like. See, this isn't bad. Damn, that is a big difference from oh. the first and the second. And, uh, this is the first. There's worse now. You can find. And then this is it now. That's not even. A, that's not even that bad. Yeah, yeah that's, that's, that's not, not even bad. a good example. That's not a good example. Yeah, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see. Oh, this is an old video. That so this video is from 2017. Okay. Okay, so hold let's, on. Let's. Okay. I mean, if you live in a place long enough, you're gonna start you're gonna to... pick up the an- the uh, not aneurysms the what it was uh, mannerisms. Mannerisms, yeah. I was almost there. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. Two completely different things, huh? Yeah, but this... they're close. <laughs> I don't know if it's the same. Is this the video you just played? It's one year old. No. Okay. Let's hear it. I don't know what this is gonna sound like. What about when I take you down? What's gonna happen? I'll get right back up. Yeah, she sounds normal again. Yeah. I don't um... think it's that bad. I think it's just steroids. This is stupid. <laughs> yeah, I think she I mean, she normal. sounds kind of the, yeah, I I feel like you've overglorified it yeah, a little I think bit. You're racist. I think you're... No, I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. <laughs> no, I just I'm just not I don't a... know. I guess I don't know. I'm just not a fan. I'm going to really pay attention now. Yeah. Let's... Like I think I'm going to really pay attention to her accent now. Like, over under going uh, forward. Over under on the mispronouncing of words i got i got two uh regardless she's gonna win she's you winning she's this way win? i think so i mean 15 and 12 not the best record for miss angela hill i mean she a lot of those losses are very split very close split decisions but will it go the distance i can see it going to the distance because angela hill's in the ring um but i think Mackenzie dern can okay this is what i'm gonna predict Mackenzie <laughs> dern by finish or Angela Hill by decision. I can see either of those being very, very likely. Um, but I see Dern being the favorite. I see her winning. And I honestly could see a really nice odd for her getting a finish. I only see... By submission. Exactly. I was going to say, this fight ends via... She ain't getting it knocked Mackenzie out. Dern submission or a decision. It's possible Angela I think Angela Hill, Hill's a better striker. Angela Hill could fuck her up on the feet. It's possible. Could. But I think Mackenzie Dern is... If Dern has a bad night. McKenzie's well-rounded enough that she can kind of like improvise. I don't yeah. think she can improvise and guaranteed win, guaranteed get her down. 
But I, I would be remiss to assume that she's going to look bad. Yeah. Mackenzie Dern for submission is plus 180. Angela mm, Hill yeah, is uh, plus 210 uh, for points, to win by points. See? Yeah, we called it. I like it. Should we build our parlay? Yes, sir. What are you thinking, Winston? I know you've been stewing over there. I've been. Um, I, I, I think I got Jason. Uh, I'm gonna go Jalen Brown, twenty twenty points. Jalen Brown, yeah, twenty points. I, I was stuck between that and Jason Tatum, twenty five plus. But Jason Tatum's so wish washy. Jalen Brown's gonna get you twenty easy every night. So I got Jalen Brown, twenty plus points. And. Get to that Miami Heat, Boston Celtics. You guys have to take this bet right away, Winston. Yeah, I thought about doing Nuggets, but. So 20 points, plus 20, right? Yep. Mr. Jalen Brown, that's a minus 440. Yep. Got it. What are you thinking, Dave? Um, I'm kind of torn. You're torn up? Well, I mean, I've been trying to emphasize that I let my bias kind of influence my bets. Mm-hmm. And I've been trying to, like, make bets that are just more gimmies and less, like, wishful bets, you know? Because we're doing parlays. So, how about this? And this, I, Tell me if you guys think this is a bad bet. I'm about to tell you the odds. So, we have Michael Johnson's bout versus Diego um, Ferreira. But I'm saying not going the distance is a minus 186. I don't think that fight's going the distance. You think that's a bad bet? No. Because I'm not betting on the see, winner. I, but again, I can see it going the distance because I think Michael Johnson's last few fights have. True. Um, but other than that, um, it's up to you, dude. Parlays, I typically like to go like minus 250 and up. That's how I am. Yeah. Or like minus 300. Depends on how many legs you got. Okay. Okay. That makes sense. It's general. I mean, if it's something that you think is going to happen and the odds don't look like that, then go for it. You know what I mean? Yeah. True. Um, tough betting week. Yeah, tough not, betting. Not week. the most yeah. going on. It's a tough betting week for sure. It's kind of it's kind of being implied that our bets might all be basketball then, because I don't feel very confident about any of these. Make a basketball. That's okay. About any of these fights. Go ahead. I wish we could put Jacoby on. We can yeah. on my end, so we can tell you what the odds are on my end. I can Here, stack the parlay. Let me go to DraftKings. Maybe I can in DraftKings. Yeah, so that'd be dope. Because I would like to put Jacoby in our... So the over-under on um, Barstool for the Nuggets versus Lakers game is... So over 223 is minus 109. Under 223 is minus 112. Okay. What Do you think either of those... 212? Um, under 223 is minus yep, 112. We're going with DraftKings. Found Jacoby? I found Jacoby, dude. Jacoby Jones, plus 180. That is my parlay pick. I don't give a... Fuck if it's plus money. Hell yeah. Riding with the homie. Hell yeah. I'm trying to see. Because um, honestly, I don't really want to bet on any of the other fights. Yeah. <laughs> I could. Let me see. Let me see. If you can't get that, I'd probably. Let me see what these round props are looking like, honestly, dude. You said a couple of them not going the distance. It was like minus 270, stuff like that. So um, I'm just looking at random bets. So Jokic, the over on Jokic on ten and a half boards is plus one hundred four. The under ten and a half is minus one thirty seven. These are just some random stats I'm 
Um, yeah. Seeing. My other bet, if you can't get Jacoby Jones on the parlay, is Joaquin Buckley, Andre Fialho not going the distance. I did see that Minus one. 270. Okay. Nice. But we got Jacoby Jones up in it. Yeah, I mean, Jokic having more than 10 boards, I think that's very likely. Unless it's a blowout, which... I don't think a blowout will impact his um, rebound getting. I think that's just installed in his game. Just if he doesn't play as many minutes. Ah, yeah, yeah that's possible. But I think he'll get more than 10 boards, for sure. I think that's an easy pickup. Yeah, I don't feel confident on like much of these. I mean, okay, so I think this is a heavyweight bout. You got Alir Latifi taking on uh, Rodrigo Nascimento. I'm sure I'm butchering that. Forgive me. But um, that to not go the distance is minus 167. And those, those are heavyweights. Do you think that, that one's a little safer? I'm sorry. Say that again. Sorry. Not go the distance. Alir Latifi versus uh, Rodrigo Nascimento. And again, I'm probably butchering that name. Is that on the prelim? Yeah. Oh, okay. See? What is the odd? To not go the distance. Yeah, but what's the odd? Minus 167. <sighs> That's kind of a... It's a little close. I'm just trying to make this like all gimme bets. Yeah. Yeah. You could do like Jamal more than uh, more than 20 points. I'm down. That's, That's minus 470. There you go. Um, Our parlay is not going to be very profitable, yeah. I will say. You could do Jokic. If not, then we could do my plus. original, the, the Michael Johnson bout not going the it? distance. It's up to you, yeah. dude. Go for it. It doesn't matter. You have... Jacoby in, in this, right? Yeah, I, p- I put mine. So for... then I probably should be good because he's an underdog. This yeah, you're right, you're right, you're right, you're right, yeah. you're right, you're right. Here, let me go. Whatever. I'm going back to DraftKings. Hold on. All right. Let me get – I got to pick up Jalen Brown again. Damn, 15 minutes. We got to do this in 15 minutes, Winston? Shit. Yep. God damn, dude. You fucking – Right at the last play. <laughs> I could switch it if you want to no, Jamal Murray, 20 points. I don't care. Where is Jalen Brown? 20 points. Let's make two. Fuck it. I can't even find the. Where's Mr. Jalen Brown? There he is. There he is. Yeah, Celtics are minus 500 for tonight's game. Damn. Yeah. Minus 500. That's insane. Yeah. Heater plus 385. I'm taking the spread for the Heat. That's 10 points right now. Mm. Five bucks on that. Five bucks for the spread. I'm going to UFC. Go to Michael Johnson. When you get a chance, if you don't share that on your Facebook, we're not friends. Oh, yeah. I'm definitely going <laughs> to. <laughs> now my DraftKings stopped loading. Isn't that oh. fun? While Ricky's looking it up, um, I made a bet. I bet three dollars to win a hundred and forty-six earlier this week. Four thousand odds. So. And hit. Yep, it hit. Damn. Pretty high. MPJ fifteen points. Anthony Davis twenty. Jamal. So what'd Murray, you bet 20. and what'd you win? Three bucks to win a hundred and forty-six. Super fire. Almost won three hundred bucks last night. If Jokic had one more point and KCP would have had one more point. Pretty yeah, pissed. One point. Yep. Yeah, my DraftKings is like, fuck off. Android, okay. bro. Figures. All right, well, so we got Jacoby Moneyline. We got Jacoby Moneyline. Okay, so Jacoby Moneyline. I can just try to add this up on mine. We got, I got my fight that I was suggesting not going the distance. Added that. And then we got Jimmy Butler 
Uh, no, not Jimmy Butler. Um, Jalen Brown. Jalen Brown. Over 20, 20 plus points. Give me one sec. And we had a, our parlay was plus two fifty with those two legs, but I can't add the Michael Johnson. It just won't. Won't load. Won't load. Hold on. For some reason. Dun, dun, dun. Points by a player. Jalen Brown. Um, I can do. Um, over twenty and a half. Is that sure? So over yeah. twenty and a half. And then what was yours? Jacoby. Okay, so I have Jacoby money line. Jalen Brown over twenty and a half. I got Michael Johnson and Diego Ferreira not going the distance. Am, oh. I, am I missing anything? Nope, you got that's it. it. So that three legs, we're sitting at a plus four eleven. Damn, that's pretty good, dude. It's because yeah. of Jacoby. Y'all got to place this bet right away though, because Jacoby fights place soon, it in like ten minutes, yeah. and um, that just made my app crash. So <laughs> yeah, nice. there you guys go. Boom. That's been Sport Champs. Do not forget new house song May twenty sixth. Uh, be sure to hit the link below to find that. And then May 21st, guys, Sunday, if you're watching this, I need all my friends to show up for me Sunday. I need all the votes I can get. We're going for this championship. If I win first, if I win second, I'm buying a neon sign. I, I, I'll even do it with third if I win third, but it'll be really small at that point. You know what I mean? <laughs> but uh, let's, let's do this. May 21st, I'm doing it. Thank if you, you guys can't for pull up, If you can't pull up, you should try to like buy a ticket somehow. And then allow us to like vote in your spirit. Okay, we know sick. who you're voting for. That would be sick. Appreciate y'all. Peace. Yep, later. What's up, guys? We just hit 1,500 subs. We're trying to make it 2,000. Help us out and hit that subscribe button. Thanks for watching.